0: Seven, six easy easy. Good, uh,
1: let me just say it right now, uh... Pomp day. Pomp day, pomp day. Morning to you, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. What the fuck is going on in our world? Uh, uh, hold on, let, let me get this out of the it's way. shirt Yeah, it's t-shirt time. What kind of t-shirt time? time. it's right t-shirt, t-shirt, time. t-shirt
2: time. It's... T-shirt time! T-shirt time!
1: It's T-shirt time! Everybody knows it's T-shirt time! So annoying.
2: T-shirt time!
3: It's T-shirt time! Oh my
0: God! Shut up
1: now!
3: I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put
1: their T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, put your damn T-shirts on. Today's T-shirt, brand new Leonard Skinner T-shirt. Hence the Leonard Skinner songs we played into the show. Let me get some good mornings out of the way. Uh, Let's see. Douglas, first one here. Good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Andrew says, good morning, Douglas. Happy hump Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. comrades. Young Harm says, "Fuck to you too. Oh, he doesn't say that. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. I hope I didn't miss anything yesterday. Uh, yes. Uh, well, we'll we'll talk about yesterday here in just a second. Brady Kid says, "Good morning." Uh, uh, good morning to you, Brady Kid. I hope you have a good day and uh, my fellow psychopaths. Uh, Hangtown Gents says, morning ass family, happy pump day, pump day, pump day. He arrives good morning to you, good morning from Chinook, Montana. Uh, Ogre, hold on a second here, hold on. We're gonna get to it. I was hoping you wouldn't write anything yet, but that's okay, I'll read it here. Good morning people, have a blessed day, let's go Arnaldo. Woo! Added Bryant says, "Good morning, ass family." Dave Coe says, "Good morning." I got some tacos yesterday. Today I will hump. What will tomorrow bring? Feces, probably. Okay. Oh, uh, mm. ICP announced their farewell tour. Is their fan? Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, uh, okay. So yesterday on the show, and it happened. During listener Mail, the show was going along, having fine show. We were talking about the, the, we talked a little bit about COVID. We talked about the pullout and all that kind of stuff. We were in the middle of listener Mail, and someone had written me a mail about these recent attacks going on all over the country, mainly in New York. That's the ones I focused on. A guy there, what, a week and a half ago was uh, attacked with a hatchet at an ATM. Guy two days ago was attacked with a hammer, a claw hammer. That's just a hammer. They say claw hammer to make it sound so much more dangerous. And then Rick Moranis, like three months ago, just got sucker punched and the motherfucker never comes outside. So they asked me the question yesterday. Why are so people why are they so angry? And I said, it's because we've been kept kept up. People are antsy. People want to get out. People want to live their life. And I brought up Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who, by the way, has lost, I believe, anywhere between three and five sponsors of his Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic for what he said. Now, look. Look, look, look. Let me just say this right now. He, he'll fill those spots up with no problem because he's still fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay? That, that I, I, he's not going to lose any money from this. But it shows that people are paying attention. Because you remember uh, about a week and a half ago, he said, screw your freedoms. And he says, there are responsibilities that come with your freedoms. No, 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 no. And I said, no, th- that's not true. And it isn't true. Consequences come from your freedoms. And uh, it was Ogre who uh, said, I, you know, it's sad that an immigrant gets it. I can't go back and look. My Mine will only go back to certain far. Otherwise, I would read verbatim exactly what he said. Because I'm not going to put words in his mouth. Because the way I have, I, I have a lot of reverence for Ogre because, A, he's an OG ass family member. If we had a Mount Rushmore of ass family members, he would probably be on there. I, I, I'll say this. He would be on there because he's been around. Now, he says, Buenos dias, familia. I want to apologize for the candor and tone of my comments yesterday. While I stand by my beliefs, I don't want to cause any more unnecessary rancor. I will no longer comment on domestical political issues. If you would prefer, I simply leave. That is acceptable, and I will comply with the wishes of Arnie and the community. Now, I don't want you to leave, but let me just say this right now. This is like the messages I got last night. They, he says, uh, the notion of freedom and sociopathy gets me so incredibly riled up. I'll try and listen, but my comments will likely be curtailed, limited to anything not involving domestic politics. I don't want to be involved in tribal-minded strife. So, <sighs> But that wasn't even it. Earlier in the night, he decided to put up a post. And it, it, look, look. Let me just say right now, for the whole debate that we had yesterday, you, I will not accept your apology because there is nothing to apologize for. And I will go back through this debate that we had. There is nothing to apologize for until the name-calling comes in. And the I could almost hear the door slam when you said, Have a good life. Slam the door. I I I would it 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 caught me off guard because it was a it was a post about sociopath freedoms and sociopath cough cough and it was Julia Roberts caricature on a Family Guy episode. Me
0: me me! <laughs>
1: Isn't that exactly? What you're doing? I, I, uh, Ogre, I, I understand you were pissed off. I, I, I get it. But saying, look, 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 let's go backwards in this. We'll, we'll get to the vaccine part. And I think that's what everybody's upset about is in, in general with everything, is everything to do with this fucking vaccine. But we'll go backwards. Because you brought up smoking. Now, you and I can sit down and have a one-on-one debate. And I, I will never, ever move from where I sit in my belief, and it's mine and mine only, that smoking at an outdoor stadium, to outlaw that, I think is stupid. To outlaw in parks, I think, is dumb. Because once again, if you're at a park and there's no no smoking sign up and, and somebody starts smoking, well, aren't you the one saying,
0: Me, me, me. <laughs> I'm,
1: just, I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering here. You see, you see, because it's your way or no way. Look, look. If the signs are there in the park, and if the signs are in the, the, the stadium, I will abide by them. Absolutely abide by them. A, I don't smoke to begin with, but I will abide by their rules. For I do not want to get kicked out of the stadium. Okay? See, you have this one freedom. It's the freedom of choice. And that's, that's part of your freedoms. And there are consequences. Is your day completely ruined if you're at a park and somebody starts smoking? Well, can't you just move to another part of the park? I, I, I'm just asking. In one of the rants that you went on there, you told people to smoke at home and if they rent, they have to pay more. I agreed with that. So then once again because because it affects other people, before because it could affect other people, we should outlaw alcohol. The only place that you can drink is at home. Because if you drink at a bar, you got to get in a car and go home. You could hurt somebody. This is under the factor of it could Because you're not necessarily, if you're in a park and you smell smoke, you do not have lung cancer. You, You just don't. But that's okay. Then we get to the actual vaccine. And I'm still stuck on sociopath. And this is the part that I dislike the most about it. The definition of sociopath is a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in an extreme antisocial attitude and behavior and a lack of conscience. Means I don't care about anybody else. When it comes to my freedoms. To call people like that, to call anybody on our boards a sociopath, come on now. And, and your, your idea about tribal think I have welcomed debates on this, on anything on this show. Alicia sent me... I I got more emails and texts yesterday wondering what the fuck was going on. Let me read what Alicia sent me. And we've got more on Alicia, too, because there's other stuff. Um... I love how you've been in regards, everything related to Rona. For those that wanted to get the jab, you've been respectful. And the same that those that don't want to. But the problem is, is that those people that don't want to get it, those are the sociopaths from what I'm understanding. Because they're choosing, their freedom of choice is they're choosing themselves. So let me ask you then. What if your work said you cannot take the vaccine? I'm sure you're laughing. (laughs) The workplace could never say that. Well, we used to go around saying the workplace couldn't say what you could put in your body, too. What if the government says you can only have a certain amount of children and you have to abort that number afterwards? Abortion's legal in this country. Hell, they're doing this in China right now. They're not doing it for the love of children, they're doing it to strengthen their population because there's a dip. They're saying it's okay to have three kids in China now. Thank God no Mormons live in China. Man, they would be hunted down. God damn. But what if if your job said, you can only have two kids and work here. You can only have one kid and work here. And the big one. What if your job told you you had to go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays? Would you allow your job to tell you to do that? Now, if you opt out of that, if you decide to quit, Because you're you're choosing, you're a sociopath. I I, I just want to point that out. If your boss comes to you and says, Joe, we need you to head up the the, the, the choir Wednesday night. And then Sunday morning, you're going to be passing out the collection plate. You going to do it? You going to do it to save your job? I mean, because that's what people are doing with this vaccination now, as Joe Biden is trying to mandate all businesses since the FDA approved the Pfizer one. You're going to do it? Job's going to say you got to get vaccinated. and, And warning, if you opt out, you're a sociopath. I wasn't the one who started calling names yesterday. There was also a rant in there talking about how you know people across this country that have been working in hospitals and they're tired of this. I think all of America is tired of this. How about all those nurses that have been working in hospitals before a vaccine hit and did their jobs amazingly? Yet when the vaccine comes out, they haven't taken a vaccine. They haven't gotten sick. And they've been around these people. Now they're going to get fired because they, have, they don't want to take the shot? Well, if they don't want to take the shot, they're sociopaths. Three months ago, they were lifesavers. Now they're sociopaths. By the way, we know one of those people. Another person who I believe could be on the Mount Rushmore. Alicia, I'm talking to you. Ah, da da oh, this is where, it, now I will completely disagree with Addict O'Brien here. I honestly don't think it should be a law to wear seatbelts. That should be a choice. Well, you do not have the right to drive in this country. You don't. It's not a right. It's a privilege. And with privileges that are given to you by the government, you have to follow those. I, I, I understand. I understand that. No, no, no not for the driver, for everybody in the car. These are public roadways. They can say, and we build them, Sure. But it's a privilege. Um, I, for one, am glad Ogre's back. He voices his opinion like others do. I feel yesterday he got too heated too quickly. But I do enjoy and appreciate all the differing points of view from the Ass family. I look up to what Ogre has to say. Typically, a well-researched and well-spoken voice of reason does not mean I always agree. It means I always appreciate it. The banter and the back and forth and the for counterpoint, Ogre was not only... The only to call a name, let's be honest, he was called many names yesterday, not by me. Now, that goes to another point. If I can monitor, I monitor, and you guys know I monitor the, the Mixler board as, as well as I can. And when somebody starts to get jumped on it too much, I start to go in there, okay? Now, I did not notice it overabundantly yesterday. Were names called? Sure, names were called. I didn't call any of those names, okay? And this isn't, a, I didn't do it, this isn't that. Now, I'm not getting in that kind of thing. I'm just going to warn you that chat rooms and message boards are not for the weak at heart. In 1999, I was told implicitly not to look at the 98 Rock message board. And what did I do? I looked at the message board. That was the first day of our show. I went home, and I closed all the windows and locked all the doors because people ripped me apart. And I'd like to say that I haven't looked at a message board really since then, but I have one on my page that I watch. I saw the things that were said about me when I left a certain show. And you know what? I started reading them. And then every once in a while, there were a lot of really, really great, nice things that were said. And then every once in a while, oh, he was just a big, fat fuck. Okay? So I've stopped. Because message rooms and all those places, mm -mm. if you can't take it, uh, then, then I wouldn't dish it out. Uh, they can, they will. I will comply doesn't mean I agree. Absolutely, yeah. See, look, look, look. I think it's stupid. I agree with y'all. I agree. I don't think seatbelts should be mandatory. But if I want to drive, I got to wear one. Now, if I use my freedom of choice, which we have in this country, and it's a beautiful thing. If I use that, there are consequences. And what's that consequence? I get pulled over and I give, get given a ticket. So right then and there, using a privilege, I used one of my rights uh, while using a privilege. I used my freedom of choice not to put that seatbelt on. Even though that's not a right I have to drive that car. And I got pulled over, and for my freedom of choice, I will get fined. And you know what? That's the way it is. Sorry, not sorry. Now let's get to the vaccine shall we let let, let's let's just get down to the vaccine and what this is all about and people wanting to get vaccinated and not get vaccinated and like i said i have been vaccinated i stand up for people who get vaccinated and who choose not to get vaccinated because that is your freedom in this country to choose one of those if you choose not to get the shot, your consequence is you could get the coronavirus. These people that say well you're giving you're killing people Sean Penn walking around saying if you haven't been vaccinated it's like pointed a loaded gun at somebody's face. Have you ever had a loaded gun pointed at your face? Unfortunately I have'. By accident. That's not a good feeling. And walking around a uh, Sam's Club, I don't have that feeling. Uh, Seatbelts don't go in and change your body. Uh, but you're old, you're our big fat fuck. They're good and bad. Seatbelts have saved. And look, look, look. Once again, you can debate. Look, it. it This is, honestly, this is like the old school kid with blue hair in a school board meeting. If y'all want to sit around and discuss it, I I will sit there and I will listen to the points and things, and then we'll take it to the state and we'll say, hey, we want to get rid of seatbelt laws because, you know, in states like Michigan, helmets are not law, so why are seatbelts? Same here in Texas. I, you know, look, we know how laws get created. People pay extra money. The seatbelt makers, they gave a bunch of money away. Same as if you get the jab, though, you get the corona straight fire. You got ahead of me because thanks to Alicia, she sent me this video today from Dr. Christina Parks from the University of Michigan.
4: in cellular and molecular biology right here in the state of Michigan from University of Michigan Medical School. And um, so I'm very well-versed in the science of both these mRNA gene therapy, vaccines, this kind of technology, as well as what a vaccine is designed to do in the body, what it can do, what it can't do, and the fact that this is extremely complex science that has been oversimplified in the media to basically take away our freedom of choice. What I want to address Bam. today in this limited time is the fact that vaccine requirements and mandates are based on the faulty assumption that the vaccines in question prevent transmission of the pathogen, right? Does the vaccine for DTaP prevent transmission? No. Does the vaccine for flu prevent transmission? No. Does do the vaccines for COVID prevent transmission? No. In fact, they were never designed to do that.
1: That's all you need to hear. These vaccines were never designed for you not to be able to transmit it. So we can go ahead and check that question off the box now. If you get the vaccine, can you still transmit it? Yes. Because these vaccines have nothing to do with it. The transmission of it. So then how is me getting a vaccine helping the cause at all? Oh, that's where the mask comes in? Even though 90% of coronavirus patients claim, and so we'll say about, 60% because I'm sure 30% is lying in there. Still a majority claim they wore a mask 95% of the time. Now, if you were elderly, this could cause ramifications to you. If you have underlying health conditions, yes, I think you should get it absolutely get the vaccine but if you don't have underlying health issues why should you lose your job oh because somebody elderly works there well wait a second they have the vaccine and the vaccine's supposed to to protect them if you're trying to transmit it 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 I don't know how this is, this is even like an issue. The vaccines are supposed to help people who have weaker immune systems. It doesn't prevent the disease or the virus. Sorry, it's not a disease. It doesn't prevent the virus. Okay. It protects you. It's like a shield. You know, some shit got through fucking Captain America's shield. They're are weaker parts of the shield and they got around it. But he's still Captain America. That that's the way you gotta look at this. You're Captain America and that the, the, the virus thing, the, the the shot, the vaccine is the shield. Now, Captain America could do just fine without the fucking shield, but he was better with it. And these are people that have weakened immune systems. If they want to take the shot, then they can take it. If anybody wants to take the shot, they can take the shot. Once again, if you don't think this is, or or if you do think this has anything at all to do with health, then maybe this show is tribal thinking, as it was called. This has zero to do with health. This has to do with controlling the people of this country. Johnson & Johnson announced this morning, yeah, we're going to go ahead and use a booster. Of course they are, because it makes more money. And you know who makes more money out there? Everybody who invested in Johnson & Johnson. I know it's childish, but I'm done talking about vaccines. I'm done talking about, I don't want to talk politics. I want to talk movies. Look, I want to talk about that shit, too. I got a ton of stories. I got stories about fucking Britney Spears. The office is coming back. Kanye West is losing his mind. There is all, I want to do the one last movie you'd watch today. I want to do that. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I got to get through, like, at least some of these stories. I can't just avoid the news of the day, and I know I want to. But, oh, my God. I mean, I think it's important that you know as a California voter that hundreds of ballots were found in a felon's car. Hmm. Man, oh, man. Look, look. Jen, nobody is more tired of talking about this than me. Nobody. I have been talking about, I I remember I even took a break from talking about this for two weeks until the Elk Grove Unified School District closed down because I was tired of it. I was tired of it before it was even a thing. I, I tell you guys these stories about politics and things like that because it is important to you. It is important to see what is happening in this world. Okay, here you go. Here you go, Jen. And, and I'm not upset. I, underst- I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Now, now, here's a great story here that was just sent uh, by Mike D. Fully vaccinated woman dies of COVID. After taking a carnival cruise to Belize, 27 people total tested positive. All people on the ship were vaccinated. Now, did they stop in Belize? Could that person have got it in Belize? I don't know. These are the things that get people eerie, and this is why I got to talk about You say the shot doesn't prevent the transmission of the virus, and people will agree, but five minutes later, they will forget that and go back with, we need to get the shot so we can stop the virus. I think everyone has been hypnotized. I think you're right, Dave Co. There's another Mount Rushmore. Uh, Got to get the news. The left hopes you get tired of it and turn a blind eye to this. Well, I don't. See, let, so let's do this story. This, I just, th- this story was just sent to me this morning. And I didn't believe it. The baby from the Nirvana album cover. You remember that iconic album cover of the dollar bill with the hook in it and the naked baby swimming towards it? Which, by the way, was recreated by the young man, the exact same young man, five years ago on the 25th anniversary. That young man today is suing Nirvana for child pornography. He's asking for this is just so fucking ludicrous. He's asking for at least one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> you got a little gambling problem, maybe, a little little Tootskey. Um, he's suing everybody. Dave Grohl's in there. Courtney Love. uh he's suing for child pornography are you serious that this is going to be allowed in a United States courtroom this is what happens when you give everybody their way this is completely ludicrous Neither Spencer nor his legal guardians ever signed a release authorizing the use of the image, even though he he did he did get paid to do it five years ago. He even told the photographer, "Let's do it naked." Photographer says that might be weird, so he wore his swim trunks. Y- y- you're suing. For for child pornography, I I I'm just I'm at a loss for words. That when, when I when I see stories like this, not only does parents give the approval, the the record company would have never put this out. They got a naked baby on there. Let me, let me let you in on a little secret in behind-the-scenes radio world, music world, okay? There is so much shit that you have to sign off on for it to make its way all the way up the charts because you are constantly watching your ass from every direction because your job is to make the most money possible. For this album, okay, that, that that's the simple. It's not to get artists heard. It's not look. Don't 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 live in pretend world. Record companies could give two fucks about recording artists. They care about the green that it produces because everybody likes music. If you meet somebody that doesn't like music, you need to run far away from that person because they are fucking strange. No, I don't care for music, huh? Who says that? <laughs> I, I I would have to have a greta moment. How dare you? Who doesn't like music? They want to make the most money they can without any risks because if they didn't get approval to use that, that family could have sued in nineteen ninety one and gotten everything Nirvana ever had and we would have never heard of them as a band. But because of things that are going on in the world, we allow shit like this to happen. Do you wanna know why that, that child rapist hasn't gone up for trial yet? Well, the courtrooms are bogged down with the kid on the Nirvana poster. That's why we can't get a quick and speedy trial for this guy, and he may be released. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, here here we go. Let's see. Uh, uh, I do want to do this one because... uh, Uh, I I was sent this, and and this is is truly where we are in the country right now. An Iowa state representative shared a voicemail from a caller who condemned the Pledge of Allegiance as white nationalism. Here's the call.
5: Yes, this message is for Carter Nordman. My understanding that you are the Iowa state representative who included language that requires all Iowa schools to lead the Pledge of Allegiance once a day in grades 1
0: through
5: 12. When did we start teaching white nationalism in schools? Because that's exactly what the f- you're doing, sir, and you have absolutely no right to require something like that. Our children aren't pr- proud to be American. Maybe the white suburban kids out in Adel are proud to be American because their rights are afforded to them every day, and they don't have to fight for them. But for the rest of us who are women, uh, the poor, the elderly, uh, the minorities, we're not so f- proud. What are we proud of? We're proud of our racist history. We're proud of our racist roots. Is that what we're proud of? We're proud of the fact that not all citizens in the United States are afforded the same rights and the same privileges as the blonde-haired, blue-eyed ones? That's a bunch of colonizer bullshit, Carter, and the fact that you're perpetuating that is disgusting. Keep that out in the suburbs. You want to teach your kid to be a white nationalist, you can do it. But you and Kim Reynolds are disgusting, and you have absolutely no right to require that a public school teach children to be U.S. nationalists. Legislation. We'll make sure that you are no longer going to be sitting in the Iowa House of Representatives. We'll make sure that you are not voted in again. I can assure you of that. Everything that you stand for is the same bullshit that the Trump administration stood for. And clearly, you and Kim Reynolds still have your head so far up his ass that you can't tell where one of you ends and the other begins. It's absolutely disgusting, despicable, and deplorable this shit. You f- pedal. There's so much more important sh- that we could be worried about right now, and you're focusing on f- pledge of allegiance. Get the f- out of here. Pull your head out of your harder. A- Jesus f- Christ.
1: Well, well, says says my friend said, this lady went full Karen. That that's beyond Karen right there. I mean, hang down, Jen. You asked something, and I laughed. And, and I, I, I mean. Did he change the wording of the pledge? No. No, it's still, I, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to which it stands one nation under God, indivisible, with liberties and justice for all. Bam. Um, she doesn't want that set. It, it, it didn't change. Added, Bryant says, I'm tired of the oppressive woman shit. Andrew says, Ellie he had a lot to say. You can choose to take your kid to another school. I've got an even, oh, I, look, look, look. (laughs) She would have made more of an impact with all the cursing, and I had no clue that saying the Pledge of Allegiance was holding me down. More F-bombs than Scarface? She's white, I bet. Mm Mm-hmm. I homeschooled my kids. They still know the damn Pledge of Allegiance I taught them. Pretty sure I'm a tad bit too brown to be a white nationalist. Oh, no, no, you're just like Larry Elder. Larry Elder is the world's only black-white supremacist next to Clayton Bigsby. The representative should call her back and ask if she's menstruating. (laughs) This This is what boggles my mind. Here, look, look, look. The state wants to put it in that schools run by the state. Pretty much anything that the state wants, legally, they can get. So we want you to say the Pledge of Allegiance at least once a day, kindergarten through 12th grade, which I had to do. I think pretty much all of us had to do. Let me ask you a question, as family, and I want you to be honest with me. Did you say it every single day? I didn't. Hell, sometimes I was having a conversation with somebody. I just knew second period wasn't going to start yet. We got to stand up. By the way, here you go. You can tell your children, don't say anything. You can tell your children because we've all grown accustomed to people taking fucking knees in this country. Why don't you have your child make a political statement for you because you don't have the courage to go to that fucking guy's office and call him out to his face because you know in your heart of hearts what you're saying is absolute bollocks, as they would say in Great Britain. Dear God in heaven, These people are apologizing or wanting to apologize for things that happened to possibly people that weren't even their descendants. You colonizer. I don't know if that guy's family comes from the original colonies. That's what you got to call colonizers. Oh, I guarantee. Oh, oh, hang down, Jen. Let me just say.
2: I Garron
1: This is the bitch that gets peanut butter banned. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag. This is this is amazing. Your kids don't have to say it. You can tell your kids. You don't have to say it if you don't want to and you tell them it's because mommy and daddy said you don't have to say it if you don't believe it. What's wrong with that? Well, my child be ostracized. Well, your your child you're doing that to your child. They're choosing, once again, their choice has consequences. If you choose not to get the vaccine, you will probably get covid. Is what they're saying. That's the narrative right now. That's the consequence of not taking the vaccine. But there is also a consequence of taking the vaccine: is that you can still get the fucking COVID thing. So choose to get it or not get it. it, it choose to say the Pledge of Allegiance or not say the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, it, it's crazy. Uh, Okay, so here's something we're required to do in higher education. If you want to receive federal money, i.e. financial aid for students, every September we have to show that we celebrate in some way, shape, or form Constitution Day. Colleges hate doing it, if you can tell by the lack of effort, because most do nothing more than put up a sign. Sometimes they hand out pocket constitutions. It's apparently embarrassing to celebrate the Constitution. yes. And the reason the schools do it is because they want the federal funding. Public schools, look, look. you want a bitch that if this lady, if I was Representative Carter Nordrum, first of all, I'd be ashamed because I'm from Iowa. But, no, I'm fucking with people in Iowa. I like people in Iowa. I don't know anybody in Iowa, but I like you. Um, Constitution Day is September 17th. Hello? It's why it's why I'm so amazing you're like wait a second September 17th isn't that yes it is it's Arnie's 50th birthday let me let me make sure let me make sure because I'm pretty sure it's my birthday Constant day it's Friday September 17th bam <laughs> I've never seen one sign or pamphlet about the Constitution at the college I attend. What the fuck? I'm going to call them out on this. You should. You should go. Where is the, uh, you should wait until the day, which is the day you'll be coming to see my concert that night, and go, excuse me, where are the signs? Where's the celebration of the Constitution today? Oh, I would totally do that. You might get free tuition now. Yes, it's the same day every year. Constitution Day has always been September 17th. <laughs> uh right, says they'll shit bricks if you call them on that. So you're going to dress like a founding father? No, no, no. At least an old school powdered wig. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, all right. Other news that isn't really too political. All right. Uh, let's see. Can I do it? By the way, the story about Larry Elder is totally uh, true, that they are branding him as the black-white supremacist, and the former California Democratic Majority Leader Gloria Romero, who was there from 2001 to 2008, endorses Larry Elder today. That's not good. Oh, man. Man. You know that I was saying I was today here. so Oh no, no, not that phrase. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, we'll, uh, I get rid of that one. Oh, sh- Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I get. Okay. Have you? Oh. Uh, Andrew, I've got what you sent me. I'm gonna hold on to it. Uh. What's this one? Oh, that, okay. I can get rid of her now. Okay, good. Um, uh, what the media isn't telling you. One last kind of political story. One, one last thing. Um, all the ho- all the not hotel, hospital beds in, in Placer County that are full. Yeah, those aren't Placer County residents. There, there's five Placer County residents in the hundred and one or 102 beds. Think about that. But they're telling you all the beds are full because other counties are sending them over there. I'd like to see the other counties ICU units too. Uh, But yeah, so there you go. I wanted to let you guys know that that's the truth in journalism. That's not being out there. Uh, And then this story. This came out like a day and a half ago, and I've been trying to wrap my head around it. I don't know. This is why I don't trust science sometimes. They are saying that every hot dog that you eat in your life. Where did I put? Oh, shit. I, I had the math. Damn it. What did I? Oh, there we go. I got it back. Every hot dog that you eat in your life takes 36 minutes off of it. The story is written about Joey Chestnut, but I, I didn't care to read the story. I don't know if I'm in my last 16 years or if I'm approaching the 16 years. But I figured that I I, I eat, since the age of 10, at least 100 hot dogs a year. That, that, that's a rough estimate, but I, I would say about 100 hot dogs a year I eat. And for the last 40 years, that's 4,000 hot dogs. Okay? Now, you you take the 4,000 hot dogs and you multiply that by 36 minutes to see how much time you're cutting off your life. And I have cut off 144,000 minutes. Now, if you, you, you break it down, Into 20, you divide 144,000 by 24 because there are 24 hours in a day. Those are the minutes. You get 6,000 days. 6,000 days is 16 years. By the way, it was the best spending of 16 years I could ever ask for. I would like to know the science that went behind this. I would like to see the federal grant money that was spent. Let's see. I I, want to see what they do say about him. Uh, Findings provoke simulations. Joey Chestnut would be dead already, somebody wrote. By his math, Joey Chestnut is a Civil War ghost that haunts eating competitions. (laughs) Joey Chestnut lived from 1983 to 1749. (laughs) 1749. This is, this is why people, especially me, have a problem with science. So eating all those hot dogs, you are selfishly <laughs> preventing other people from eating that supply and saving their lives. You, Arnie, are a great giver of life. I just love hot dogs. I mean, let, let, why did they study hot dogs? I'd like to know, like they're sitting around a room, they're trying to figure out how to make people live longer, right? Do, 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 do. What's one bad food that everybody eats? Ian? Because, you know, and, and sorry if you're Ian's out there, but you know Ian's a nerdy name. You got Ian, Herman, and Gilbert. Well, uh, Gilbert, let me tell you, uh, you know, my father, he liked to uh, procure uh, hot dogs. Hot dogs, you say? Yeah, so uh, Frankfurters, if you will. Well, I think that we should propose a study to see the long lasting effects of hot dogs on a human being's life. Like, I don't know, how much time does it take off a human's life? Joey Chestnut eats more hot dogs in 36 minutes? It, it takes 36 minutes off your life. Joey Chestnut, okay, so, so, so Joey Chestnut eats like 70 in a third of that time. Who, who got the money? Yes, your grant to study the adverse effects of hot dogs. Who, by the way, who founded the study? Was it one of their rivals? Ha ha, us in the hamburger world. We'll destroy you, hot dog world. The burritos are in it. I see, see, we are in on it too. Ha ha, us in the tacos. <laughs> are you kidding me? We got it. We got it. How do you sell that to somebody? Okay. Uh, uh, person A, you will be eating a hot dog, and then you're going to wear a timer on your body for the rest of your life. Now, you can never, ever eat another hot dog, and you can't tell us anything else that you eat or do for recreation or drink or inject in your body. We are studying the effects, Wow, she died when she was ninety-one, put all the factors together—one hot dog in all those years—thirty-six minutes. Uh, seriously. And when I'm told to follow the science, I, I I don't disagree with science. Okay, this is this is the fun part of debating people and talking and having fun, and doing comedy at the same time. Science has one job to do, and that is to prove. Right? That, that, that's their thing. It's science. They can prove this. Okay. And, and, and there's a lot of things that they have proved by using science. I, I, I'm not going to argue with science. Science knows a whole lot more shit than me, and it's been proven. But sometimes I'm just trying to say they're off. Now, we can all agree that this is probably the stupidest thing we have heard since the adver- a- adverse effects, and, and I'm not doing this out of spite, but this was an actual study. The adverse effects of either, it was either secondhand smoke or diesel fuel on dogs' lungs. I'm not kidding. They've done studies on this. They've gotten money. They've gotten grants. Once again, we'll go through the whole thing. But science, they don't always prove X. This is one of those that you just throw out there because this is unprovable. This is completely unprovable. I know those those dastardly bastards at Chick-fil-A. Uh, I know them hot dogs are killing them. Killing all them gays. They're gagging on them. I mean, come on, that was my one little anti-rant towards Chick-fil-A. If you didn't find that funny. Fuck you. It was great. Arnie, speaking of science, I read that it takes more oil to farm the materials needed to build a Tesla battery than it would use in its lifetime. Look, this is, the, this, is, this is the actual problem that I have now with science, in fact. There aren't enough people that are in it for the scientific part of it, you know, the important part of it. They're in it for the money. No fault to them. We live in in, in the real world. I I understand people have bills to pay. They have needs. They have wants. They have all this kind of stuff. And a lot of these studies you'll see, Beezy, are going to be slanted. And they're going to be slanted in a direction of payments. You look at all the people that vote yes on things and see if they're getting paid by a subsidiary company of this. And all the no's will probably not be getting paid. Why has science never found a clear-cut gene or bionome for being gay? There's no DNA in it. There's no strand. Well, there's lots of DNA in it. I apologize. whoops the daisy <laughs> um, It's about half and half split down the middle. Some say it's hereditary. You're born with it. Others say it's an acquired trait. Meaning you picked it up. Hey, man. I'm not here to argue that shit anymore. I'm here to say whatever makes you happy. As long as it doesn't infringe on my rights. I'm going to let you do whatever the fuck you want to do. If If you want to be gay and not getting a shot hey man you go right ahead you ain't hurting anybody in my eyes because I don't know you and and i'll be honest with you I'm probably not going to to really get to know you and it's not because i'm i'm homophobic it's because we don't have anything in common we talked about this yesterday i tend to find people that i have things in common with that i make friends with I'm not saying that I have things in common with every one of my friends, but a majority of them, yes. This is, I think, another letter that was written yesterday about, you know, having to dump people out of their lives. What do you, you, you can't change someone. And that's what so many people want to do. They want to change. I, I don't want to change anybody. I gave up on changing hearts and minds doing this job a long, long time ago. When I give my opinion on things, that's all it is, is my opinion. And if you like it and you agree with it, you you keep listening, and okay, that's great. But if you don't like what I'm saying and you want to challenge me on it, this is an open place to do that. It's fine. I don't mind. We will talk about it. We will talk about it like gentlemen. And I think so much that so much of that is now lost, because people take the, they they identify with them. It's like, you know, they identify so much with whatever this cause is or whatever that cause is. It's like when people shit on me for being a Longhorns fan. We lose. I have to take that shit because I'm an open. I, it's all out there. I have to take that shit. So if you're going to be down with so much science or science or whatever, you're going to be down with, and it turns out that's wrong, you're going to have to receive a lot of shit. It's the way the world works. The life, life is not fair, and the world is very, very mean. I was driving, but I'm glad you said something about the money. Follow the money with everything. Scientists are like politicians, whoever is padding their pockets. I'm sure there's some really great scientists that won't be bought, but it's hard knowing who it is unless you follow the money. You're absolutely right. And, and I believe, I, look, I believe that there are more good scientists out there than the bad ones that are making the money. And you know why the good scientists don't say anything? Because they're too busy working. They're too busy doing what they're supposed to be doing, that they can't out the bad ones. They know who the bad ones are. They're too fucking busy. And by the time it's time to turn them in, it's too late. So, look, it's a catch-22 everywhere you go. But when it comes down to all this, man, I'm here to make you laugh in the morning. I'm here to make you think. I'm here to tell you the truth that's out there because you're not going to get it reported to you if you just open the internet and look I'm going to give you my opinion on the truth I should let me put it that way I'm going to give you my opinion on the truth and it turns out I'm pretty correct about that most of the time like this story right here I, I will go to my grave 16 years earlier than I should have obviously due to all the hot dogs I ate But I'll go to my grave knowing that I did this story, and I don't believe any of that science whatsoever. And I'm fine with that. Now, if you disagree with me, maybe your daddy worked on that fucking hot dog council. You you have him call up the show, and please explain to me how he can find out scientifically every hot dog cost you 36 minutes on your life. I would like to know that. I'll have an open and frank discussion with him. Now, open and frank with me means I will call you on your bullshit, as I'm sure I will be called on mine. Takes 36 minutes off your life. (laughs) That's just fucking good. Uh, All right, we'll we'll take a break here. We'll talk about some other stuff. Uh, Peloton's at it again. I I don't think Peloton learned their rule from their treadmills that were attacking people. Okay. All right, I did that. Okay, good, Bo. Uh, Open in Frank. More than likely, the hot dog study wasn't done properly with multiple models. I wasn't called for the love of God. I mean... Who likes hot dogs more than me? I don't know a lot of people. All right. 775-357-FANS. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com.
6: himself trying to make a living. Save my dear Savior, please let me see the sunshine one more time. Well, no. we- I'm half a great And I still hear my dear old mother cry Late that night They came and told him He lost his life down in the big Show mine
0: When I
6: having have love. My sweet and old clowns.
0: Also known as wow. Ass.
3: Your ass look good. I'm going to violate
0: that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775 357 ah, Thank
1: you, Christopher. It says, aren't you killing it this morning, good ass radio? Even the bluegrass feels right. And it, it's funny that, I, I look, I had that song planned to play before whatever the, I put the brakes together, and it just so happens, that song right there is called The Miner's Prayer. And it's about miners, coal miners. And a lot of them have died in those coal mines. It's terrible. It's awful work condition. There are men and women that do that day in, day out, 12 to 16 hours a day. And they treated those people like family. They would go up into the hollers, the neighborhoods, if you will, and they would have get-togethers. On Friday nights, they would drive to another holler, not get there till 2 o'clock in the morning. But the grandmas wanted to see the grandkids. It's all about family. And then there's stories like this. A number of Apple workers have announced a new campaign to improve working conditions, claiming employees suffer from Racism, sexism, discrimination, and intimidation. The employees are gathering stories about the woke tech giant on social media using the hashtag Apple2. People (laughs) be. They were them beefs in the holler, and that's life or death there. And they might fight it out, but then they're buddies like the next day. Not Apple, though. Oh, no. And I have a sense I know what's going on at Apple. I get it. I, I, I get it. It, it. It's one of those things that happens, and you watch it happen, and you go, oh. This is going to be something. Okay? This is what's called transformation. Nope. Oh, 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 hold on. Transformation. I got to write this down. Daveco, what's up, buddy?
0: Hey, bud. Hey, you said a word, and I need a definition. Okay. When I was in Arkansas visiting my sister, we were talking with a real estate agent and on the phone. Okay. She goes, I go. I didn't hear that last thing you said. And she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. I, I went into a holler." And mm-hmm. I went, "What the heck is a holler?" Yeah, uh, you just used
1: it. Yeah, a holler's like a. Uh, it, it's like a. It's like kind of a neighborhood.
0: Well, how would that stop phone conversation like?
1: A holler is deep up in the woods. I mean, it just uh, ain't off the road. I mean, it's like a mile up the road.
0: Where'd that word come from?
1: Uh, it's it's an old Appalachian word. That's all I know. I, I've never done the deep dive of the word holler, but I do know what it means.
0: Guess what homework I got today. Yeah,
1: there you go. Man, you're busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I got lots to do. To look up weird words from the, from the Okies. Yeah,
1: well, I'll give you some Urban Dictionary ones to look up later, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Cleveland Steamer.
1: <laughs> oh, it'll be better than that. Come on now, Dave Co. <laughs> All right, buddy. All
0: right, I'm sorry. I didn't
1: mean to interrupt the flow, but I just needed to know that. All right, buddy. See ya. Um, transformation. Okay, this is what's happened. And there's a, a great story that goes back with the band Limp Biscuit. I know there's not a lot of Limp Biscuit fans out there, but that's okay. You don't need to be. Limp Bizkit, when those guys were in high school, they were the nerds. They got picked on. I, I didn't realize this. And, and I've read a couple of their bios and things because and, I am a fan of the band. Well, they they all created this band together to get away from the guys that were beating them up and, and bullying them, and they started their band. And all that angst you hear and all that, you know, the anger you hear, and like it or not, they were huge in in, in, in that time frame. They were enormous, and they said the one big regret they had was when they realized that Now the cool, popular kids are using that music to beat up the kids that were like them in high school. A holler is like a hollow or like a hollow spot between the hills and mountains, or maybe just because you have to holler to talk to folks. I saw it on TV where the guy explained it's just homes, little car activity, no ambient noise, so voices carry. Like parishes, well... Uh, a parish in louisiana is actually like a city or a well they're county parishes they're city parishes i don't know why they just don't have fucking cities but this thing that's happening to apple is this transformation that it's cool now to be a nerd they make the most money They've got the coolest shit, right? If you have cool shit, that makes you cool, but it doesn't because you know the cool crowd that you're in. Look, look, you can walk into a place where there's a bunch of guys that were cooler than you in high school, and you can buy and sell them 10 times over, but that doesn't make you as cool as them still. It's a cool thought to have that you can do that, but they can still kick your ass. That's the way I've always looked at, okay? But in the world that you're in, you're now that top echelon of cool. And what have we learned on this show, if anything, that once you get to that top eight, once you're not the bottom rung, you pick on what's below you. And these people at Apple, that are, I, I i can only imagine some of the stuff. Apple workers are coming together to talk about this discrimination, harassment, retaliation. Um, look, I, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> these are people that lived in nerd world forever, and they were safe in nerd world, okay? And then some cool people came out from nerd world. And they were the cool people of Nerd World. So the cool people of Nerd World then treated the kids in Nerd World like nerds. They didn't like that. Okay, but we saw it coming. We saw it coming. Do you really think that Mark Zuckerberg is one of the cool guys at Facebook? Oh, I'll tell you this right now. He is... He is at least employee number 892 when it comes to the coolest guy that works there. There's no coolness about him. Yeah, he's the richest guy in the world. Okay, he's got that going. He's got money. But what else? Motherfucker has to cake on fucking SPF 6 billion when he goes up to his house in Tahoe. That right there, that that drops you down from even having a house in Tahoe that you have to wear that much sunblock they cancel each other out now oh oh, somebody called me a nerd somebody took my lunch all the lunches are free they took mine though They, they took mine specifically they walked up to me and they grabbed my tray in front of me and they took it they took my lunch These are the same guys. We talked about these guys yesterday.
0: How dare you? Oh, I'm not
1: going to say it there, Greta. Speaking of Tahoe, I have an off-topic question. All right. You know those smoky, the bear, fire, danger signs? Yes. The ones that say the fire danger is is today low, moderate, high? Yes. The sign points to what day it is. Uh, When is it that they use Extreme. (laughs) The Smoky the Bear sign today in South Lake Tahoe shows fire danger is high. Uh, you can barely see the, uh, the sign due to the smoke from the 100,000-acre fire that's just over the mountain, and yet the danger is still not extreme. Now, I don't think anybody ever gets to see the extreme marker. Well, that that's a, the last thing somebody in the county does, change it to extreme Well, everybody's hightailing it out of there. Man, oh, man, I feel so terrible for what's going on over there. That is so bad. You got these fires that have been raging for months now on the West Coast and in, in Northern California. I won't even say on the West Coast. In Northern California, it, it, it's awful. And this wasn't even – these were started with arson. This wasn't even like a lightning strike. This was arson. This was purposely set. You got floods in Tennessee. You got, you know, a hurricane that hit up in, in uh, you know, the New England area. I want to see one of those Smoky Bears sign half burned down, no marker needed. I guess so. Uh, wonder what would happen if I just pushed it up to extreme. Would I be breaking laws? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think you'd be warning the public. Uh, the people in Albuquerque bitch when some California winds came here. Over one fool saying his throat was scratchy. I thought, motherfucker, you have no idea what smoke. No, Jesus. Yeah, look, man, what's happening over Northern California, Northern Nevada right now is just awful. It's awful. And it was done by a human being. Oh, that's the worst. But once again, I, I, I was looking for clips last night on the show and there was one and I, I I didn't record it from Biden on the campaign trail. When he said, "Ah, oh, the president wanted to say something stupid, like just rake it up. Well, that's what the process, and, and I wish we could. I, I, I wish these fires didn't have that much fuel to burn. But, of course, we can't do that. And I have spent too much time talking about that. It, it, this is all, I, I don't care if you're, you, you're, you're environmental or unenvironmental or whatever. This is awful. This is flat out just awful. There is no right or wrong. This is awful. People are losing their homes. Animals are losing their lives. Mm -mm -mm. Hey, look at that. Adam J. is in the house. What is up, my brother? (laughs) Texas border's closed, motherfucker. Ogre, I'm sure I can find you one. Just as soon as they let us back up there, I know there are currently cabins near one of those signs and being threatened by the fire. I have to take a picture of it for you. Okay, that's funny. But instead of worrying about those people, the, the media is going after Apple employees being so, so upset. Now, they're not the only ones. I, that, that, this is the funny part now. The good folks at CVS have had workshops for their employees and they have told their employees to hold each other accountable for non-inclusive acts. Training is part of a $600 million effort to address racial inequality. Huh? Identify unconscious bias you have in day-to-day interactions and experiences. Demonstrate bravery by speaking up and having a difficult conversation when observing non-inclusive behaviors. Wait, wait, wait. What is a non-inclusive behavior? Can can someone please define for me a non-inclusive behavior? Damn it, Harrison. Fires aren't near as bad as COVID. <laughs> You know, me, I'm an environmentalist of sort, but even I say there are way too many trees and should be logged. Look, man, I just, I want to do it the right way. Look, I, I'm not one of these guys that comes in and says, just fucking tear everything down. Look, you get the right people involved. You get the EPA involved if you like them. And you manage a way that you can remove all the shit that's in the forest, all the former burned residue, all that kind of shit. You can get that out there without disrupting everything. Would you rather disrupt something or end up losing that something when a fire burns it to death? And I know, I know, I know. I have to follow the money first. I understand. I get it. Non-inclusive behavior means the black and jewish employees aren't invited to Klan rallies. I I might call that one in. Uh yeah, uh, uh, this, this, this is a uh, this, this this is Hank here at the uh, South Carolina uh, CVS. Uh, I'm calling my my, my state representative or, or or at least my union rep to see uh May and Cletus and and Billy Bob, uh, we're going to an event tonight. Uh, It's like a a rally uh, for cars. That's it, a rally for cars. And those cars are spelled with Ks. It's like I worked on that bit. (laughs) So uh, we wanted to know... If uh, if we had to invite a certain somebody, uh, I, what, what, uh his name is boy i, I mean, boy I I mean is it James is that James okay Ooh, that that's that, that's a regular name uh do we have to invite them to our rally for cars that begin with K or is that non-inclusive? Say, you're okay with that one. (laughs) Chrysler did make the K car. (laughs) See, See, that right there, honestly, honestly, back when Saturday Night Live was funny, that could have been a fucking bit. That right there could have been a bit. What CVS is doing is they want their employees to fucking tattle on one another. This is what's called thinning of the herd. Oh, man. A CVS Health employee who spoke to Fox Business News under the condition of anonymity. Says, quote, I was brought up to judge people in their actions, not their skin colors or anything else, the employee said. I've tried hard not to throw people into categories and then treat them as the worst in said category. Just as someone unfairly judged should be incensed about that judgment. I'm mad about the assumption being made that I judge people based on the looks or where they're from and that I need fixing." I am guilty. I am guilty of being a Caucasian. God almighty. Um and what does CVS mean by swift and act, action against non-inclusive behavior? Uh wait, wait. Uh, Will they suddenly tolerate the expression of uh, conservative, traditional, and religious beliefs in the workplace? Of course not. Corporate inclusion is a farce, they say. (laughs) Under communicating gender identity, the corporation said it started an uh, an optional inclusion of pronouns or on email signatures and business cards. What? I've seen this in a few people's, like, bios and things. Is it wrong of me to put, uh, you know, my name's Arnie and, and I'm regular? I- is that wrong? I'm overweight. I'm fat. My uh My preferred pronouns are, huh? You're even lucky I know what a fucking pronoun is. I represent I still don't know what non-binary means. I know it's fucking ridiculous, though. Henceforth, all white people are required to go up publicly like Jimmy Swaggart and cry, I have sinned. One of the greatest moments ever. That was fucking gold. When Jimmy Swaggart cried in front of his congregation, oh, man. Jesus, that was fucking awesome. I, I I don't know what the good of all of this is. Like turning in your fellow employees. I I, I I this is something I've never seen and 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 this is the part that scares me the most. I had a conversation with a friend last night. About never having kids. This wasn't not last night, but recently. Never had kids. And I'm okay with that. I have no regrets on that. A, because I was I was always too selfish to have kids. Just, it was about me. I recognized it, and I said no. It was because of me. Not because of the world. I'm not going to be, I don't want to bring, I'm glad that I didn't. Because if I would have, I probably wouldn't be sitting right here right now. I would probably be in a jail cell somewhere because someone would have done something, to my kid, that I wouldn't have fucking appreciated. And I'm, if you see how protective I am of people around me, you imagine if Arnie Jr. was accosted. Or Arnett. Oh, I'm going to fucking go into full beast mode. I don't care who you are. And uh, this, it, it wasn't a right fit for me. Because I saw the world changing, and I saw that I was the one that was being left behind. The world changed when we started handing out trophies to all kids. I, 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 that was after I would gotten done playing sports, and I'm glad but those kids didn't see that as a, 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 a weakness or anything. They saw that as, cool, we get a trophy. They don't understand the work that goes involved with said Trophy because they don't have to because they're going to be given a trophy no matter what. And it's going to give them this false sense of accomplishment throughout the rest of their life that they just have to show up. And sometimes they don't even just have to show up, they just have to sign up. Heard kids about, you know, they they get a trophy for the season, and little Jimmy got chicken pox that season, he didn't spend any of the fucking year with him. Well, guess what, Jimmy, you ain't getting no damn trophy. You were a part of the team, but you didn't make one practice, you didn't play one game. Man, we got to give you a trophy, what the hell did you win? But everybody gets one. We're all inclusive. Everybody's as good as everybody else. You see, that's the weird part where we are now. Is that at one time, we were all just getting along because everybody was the same. Black, white, yellow, green, blue, pink, whatever. We're all the same because we're all getting the same stuff. and all of a sudden people started saying well, wait a second we want to be individuals i'm a insert american here uh, and, and and we ripped that we're all the same apart within the first 2 years of it by becoming individuals and that's what we were told to be is be yourself just do it all these fucking all these catchphrases all these logos that we live by it was a creed to us. A credo, maybe. But, but we lived by it. Now we're being told, well, it doesn't matter if you win or not. Why, why are you even working so hard at it? Does it really matter? Does it really matter in the long scope of things? Does it really matter? Oh, wow, look at you, big man. You've got five Super Bowl rings, whatever. Does that really matter in the long run? You see how it's confusing? That we've taken this weird roller coaster ride all over the place, and now we have employees that are wanting to turn each other in. Or how about this? How about the University of Notre Dame having to defend itself and defend the Leprechaun mascot after it was named the fourth most offensive in college football. They're known as the Fighting Irish. Um, if you don't like it, then don't watch Notre Dame football, but this is a real thing. Oh, my God. Florida State's Seminole's Ocoa, the Renegades uh, and Renegades, San Diego State's Aztec Warrior and Hawaii's Villa the Warrior. Those are the most defensive. Even though the Seminole tribe, th- th- this, is, this is it. This is it. This is cultural appropriation of, uh, of, uh, of racism. The Florida State Seminoles have the blessing of the Seminole people to use Chief Asiaco or Asiola. I don't know. I don't live there. They have the tribe's blessing. And here's some fucking guilty fucking white person going, oh, that's the offensive mascot. Supposed offensive to small Irish people like Colin Farrell. Oh, Fath and Begara to you. I'm Colin Farrell. I'm going to play a southerner. Oh, I was coming up from Dixie. Shut up. Is there any one culture or nation of white people who have done the least amount of racial fucking over? It's the Irish. Unless the Irish dude's from Gone with the Wind. Look, man. This story is so amazing to me. I don't know what San Diego State has an agreement with, or if they do, or if they're just going to say, fuck it, we're called the Aztec Warriors. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure on this one, that Hawaii, the University of Hawaii's Villa the Warrior, or Via the Warrior, I'm sure that was decided upon by many of chiefs in that region. Cause they ain't gonna just fucking throw shade like that right in fucking Hawaii's backyard. But once again, you the white reporter knows what's best. Those those native people, they aren't very sharp. We'll stand up for them. Oh my God. Good God. I'm offended as a cow by the University of Texas. (laughs) Good, because we're bulls. We're steers. This is so dumb. Thank God. You know, this is why I got to say thank God that Notre Dame. I, I thank God they're the Catholics. Because I'm telling you right now, if they were Methodists, if they were one of these other religions, they would have given in. Oh, our bad, we'll get rid of the mascot. Not the Catholics. Catholics are like, fuck you. We've got the Pope. Shut up. And the funny thing is, Travis, yeah, we're not far away from that. And by that I mean PETA will say, it's defaming to Longhorn Steers that the University of Texas calls themselves the Texas Longhorns. The Guardians, the perfect example. The Cleveland Indians changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians because of pressure from white journalists even though the team was named after an indian player who only got to play a little while before he got career ending injury and it was given the idea by from a little girl in like the 40s to name them the indians to pay tribute to this player and of course that's what they chose because a little 8 year old girl obviously an oppressor, or a colonist, if you will, at the age of eight, was trying to do something nice. But I guess that is a guilt-ridden. She named the team the Cleveland. They they renamed the Cleveland Indians. Now we've gotten rid of that, and why? Because it's oppressive. Irish Catholic, see, like, 20 years after an Irishman could get a fucking job, we had the presidency, hashtag departed, yep. This is... It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me seeing shit like this. The, the, this is the fun part of my job, is when I get to see stories like this, and I go, huh? I, I, I mean, I, I I'm still I'm still buzzing... From the kids suing Nirvana, that one still got me. Uh, I can't wait for the day some white women start telling me how I should feel or act, so I can ask her if she's white splaining. I think all you gotta do, Addict to Brian, is find a white woman. Though they're, they're they're gonna be there for you. Their guilt's gonna get to them. And that's the thing I don't get. What what are you guilty for? Oh, did I tell my joke? Oh, I didn't tell my jokes today. Okay. Uh, today's uh, today's jokes on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Let me uh, let me take a little uh, little detour from the show for a second. The original count, the Arnie State Show, has been permanently banned on TikTok. <laughs> um, they looked over my page. They sent me an email, and they have wiped everything. Clean. I was at almost at 40,000 followers. Now, the Arnie State Show 2 is up there. We've got over 5,000 right now, I believe, or we're working towards it. Got jokes up there today. Today's jokes are, why is it illegal to do reverse cowgirl in Tennessee? Because you'd never turn your back on Family. Why did Elton John go to the dentist? Because he needed his cavity drilled. And what kind of thunderstorm is called a Bill Cosby? The kind that comes while you're asleep. So there you go. Damn, that's terrible. Yeah, I I was not happy about it yesterday, but whatever. I'll just... Not gonna stop me. I'm gonna keep putting jokes up there. Damn those Chinese for banning your account. Oh man! Uh, all right, let's see. Let's do. Let us get to old Jamie Spears. I want to know what Jamie Spears got to say about Britney, and them take old biddies she got. Anybody get to see her last Instagram where she was wearing that that white kind of see-through? You could almost make out nipples under that. Well, her daddy has come out and said addiction and mental health issues are way more serious than revealed. And he should be praised for his work as a conservator. The public does not know all the facts. Well, let me just say there, Mr. Spears... I don't think the word praised really should be used for you. Adequate at best, I would say. I mean, you did profit quite a bit off of your daughter and her success. And then the girl lost her mind. I saw this post. She put up a post of some doors the other day on Instagram, right? And she says, I have this weird fascination with doors but doors especially in New York City. And she starts talking about this year she lived in New York and how it affected her, and she flew back, and she started crying, and she just loves doors. I'm like, Brittany, Brittany, you you can't put up pictures of doors without then showing your tits, okay? Because then people are going to start going, wait a second, she's writing about doors? Britney is proof that you can take the girl out of the trailer park, but you can't take the trailer park out of the girl. Oh, no. I, I think there's been some long-term damage done upstairs. And God love her. I wanted to go out on tour again. I think that'd be fantastic, or at least play in Vegas. I saw Cher fucking threw her ass under the bus yesterday. Flair says everybody in Vegas had heard stories of Britney. I didn't click on the story because I was like, hey, Cher, you're a fucking million. And and, and real quick, I I think Brittany is nuts. God bless that nutty broad that she has turned into. Arnie, don't you want her to get better? I don't know her. I don't want any human being to suffer. So if, if Brittany is living her best life now, let her live it. Let her live it up. Let her go out to fucking zoos and buy pot belly pigs and squash her boobies together. Let her do it. Hadn't she earned that? I mean, I mean, she paid a lot of people's bills. I want you to think about that? How many people did Britney Spears employ? She employed a lot of people. She paid bills for a while for people. I think she's earned her 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 nuttiness now. If she is a danger to herself or others, then of course. You put her in a facility or someplace like that. Why you got to try to live her life for? I mean, it's awesome to watch it play out. And I'll report it each and every day that I can. If I get a Britney Spears story, I'm going to read that shit. Uh, speaking of, you know, I really don't want to call him a Celebrity. But I get—I guess, guess we have to talk about him. Kanye West wants to legally change his name to Yee. Andrew says, I wouldn't mind adding new few, <laughs> a few nuts to Britney's basket. Hey now. Let 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 let's talk about Kanye, shall we? Kanye West, I I I don't know if it's him or, or Kanye. No, no, it's just his name is going to be Y E. His name is going to. This is his new name that he wants to be. Ye. Now, I don't think Kanye's living his best life. There's a, there's a difference between he and, and Brittany. I, I think Kanye, and, and, and I'm, I don't like Kanye. I don't like his music. I think he's a, 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 an idiot. But I, I think he has got some deep fucking issues. Okay. Dude, he hasn't been right. I guess really since his mama, Donda, has, had died after like a fucked up plastic surgery or something, right? And he hasn't been right since then. I don't think he got really necessarily the right help after that. Then he decides one day that he's going to marry Kim Kardashian, even though at the time she's married to a basketball player. What happens? Kanye gets his way. Okay. Then in the marriage, Kanye starts to lose his mind. Cancels some shows, does some crazy shit, runs on stage, ruins Taylor Swift's fucking big night. And that was wrong. As much as I don't like Taylor Swift, I will stand up for her. Forever, what Kanye did by running up on the stage and interrupting her. That was no class at all. Um, this guy has just gone through a major divorce. He's losing his children. He's been locked up in fucking arenas all over the place. I think he's taking Soldier Field over now, because, and he's building a replica of his childhood home for this album Donda, which is named after his mom, which was the last time he lost his fucking mind. He's done it again. He, he's crazy. He's batshit nuts. All right? And, and look, and the public eats it up because they're like, oh, it's him being this creative superstar. No, no, he's not a creative superstar. He's a sick man. He's a sick man who has tons and tons of enablers that are are by his side. And by the way, yes, I'm jealous as shit at that. I wish I could be that fucking crazy and have that many people saying, yes, boss, yes, boss, yes, boss. I ain't going to lie. Kanye is just... Oh man. I'm working from home, so I thought I could use my computer speakers. My son doesn't like the cursing. So in goes the earplugs. Someone is always offended by ass, like, what the fuck, right? I know. Sorry. <laughs> like an Asian man? <laughs> yee. <laughs> or in. I would have done it like this yee as in haw. Not as ye as an Asian. (laughs) So the, oh, ye of little faith, you've always thought it was an Asian guy who didn't have the faith. (laughs) Oh, come all ye faithful. So it's just a a big family of Asians, Jen. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, you should have seen Joe Rogan interview with him. I, I can only imagine. I, did Joe Rogan take acid that day? Because that's about the only way you can talk to Kanye. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Am I the only one who went Asian? Oh, come all you faithfuls trying to spread the gospel to China. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about. Now, hang down, Jen is sounding a bit, um, well, me. Joe Rogan tried so hard to make him look like a sane person. Oh, I can, look, man, Joe Rogan gets what a good show is. Joe Rogan's a, hey, I mean, I got to give it up to him. He does a, a great job. He's amazing at what he does. I don't listen to him a lot because I would probably try to steal some of his shit. There's a lot of stuff that Joe Rogan does that I really don't like or, or, or I don't get. That's fine. He can do that. But, yeah. And he gets great guests. He gets amazing guests. It's awesome what he gets. But uh, All right. Let's go to Jesus. Here we go. We got a great story here. Uh, this one happened in New York. Uh, is it New York City? Is it is it New York? New York C- City. I, I don't know if it's there. I don't know if Bumpy's Polar Freeze is actually in the city or if it's in the state. In a lawsuit against uh, brought against him by the state, he's uh, the owner. David Immeldorf was accused of violating protesters' civil rights. What'd he do? Oh, man, this son of a bitch. According to the incident, he was sued by the New York State Attorney General's office under a law dubbed the so-called Central Park Karen Law, which aims to stop false race-based police reports. Uh, Laws passed, blah, blah, blah. The lawsuit contends that Emmerdorf approached a group of protesters, who were standing on the porch of a private house near the ice cream shop, spewing racial slurs, including the N-word and the word monkeys. After the group left, he called 911 and said there were 20 armed protesters threatening to shoot him. Elendorf has been ordered to pay $500 fine for violating civil rights. Look, if this motherfucker made all that shit up, then you goddamn right you're gonna get you're gonna lose. My client categorically denies these awful allegations. My client is not a racist, and 75% of his employees over the last five years were minorities. There it is. There's that there's that swing of guilt right there. There's strike three. We have lots of black friends. 75% of our employees were actually minorities over the last five years. He was fined $10,000 for the county last year in August for violating COVID calls. He has since closed his ice cream store of hate. Uh, I'm not racist. I have black friends. Oh, that, that's the best. That is truly the best. Oh, I can't be racist. I know a few black folks at my club. Oh, those people at my club, those are the uh, the servers. There's uh, Juanita. I mean, that's what these people say. And you know, the the funny part is, the funny part is this, is that, and it really isn't that funny, but it is. They think that they're doing okay. They think that they're fitting in. When they claim to have black friends, they think that, well, that, that, uh, that, that washes away their sins. They might not have a racist bone in their body. They may have never said the N word, but they use that phrase. It's not a good phrase. I have lots of black friends. Some of my best employees, they'll never use that one. Some of my best employees have been black. You know, our ancestors, we brag about 75% of our employees. My great, great, great granddaddy, 100% minority employed. say <laughs> you can't, it just does not sound good when you say it. I don't think that using the N-word automatically makes you racist. Well, Douglas, I agree. Look, I agree completely, but not in this world. Look, what what happened to Morgan Allen or Morgan whatever his name is, the country music singer? He got caught saying it one time. Motherfucker went to rehab. I don't know why he went to rehab for it. I didn't know that there was an N-word rehab. And he was canceled. That guy was completely canceled for using it one time. So when I say it, I agree with you wholeheartedly. But in today's courtroom, you use it once, you're done. Adiosa. My great-granddaddy's employees were so happy in the field, singing while they worked, when they got whipped and kept working. Context and intent is what makes someone raise. Uh, Yes. In in yes, Douglas, yes. Let, let, let me have a conversation. Yes, Douglas, you are correct. Absolutely, 100%. But in today's world, and in today's world, people get canceled, meaning they lose their jobs, they lose their livelihoods, they're done for. All you got to do is say it once. That's it. Can <laughs> you rehab for the N-word? Still gets me has me looking over my shoulder for a van to sneak up and snatch me, take me to a cupcake rehab. Lord knows it could happen. Oh, this next story is just a hoot, everybody. You ready? Here we go. The bomber of a mosque in Minnesota says that he now identifies as a woman and says that gender dysmorphia or dysphoria drove her to do said attack. Right-wing militia militia leader facing life in prison, he identifies as a woman. Emily Claire Harry, the 50-year-old leader of the group White Rabbit, who was previously known as Michael Hari (laughs) alleged that a combination of gender dysphoria and right-wing misinformation fueled her inner... I'm glad they put her in there. Conflict during the time she was convinced for bombing the Dar al Farouk Islamic Center. I'm looking at a picture of this offender there is in no way sense or shape this guy who has a gigantically long beard has ever identified as a woman. I mean, look at this guy. You're not going to identify as a woman because guess what? Like most women now, Men are not ever going to find you attractive. In the official court document, his attorney wrote that she was living a double life and had planned a trip to Bangkok for sex reassignment surgery. Well, can we please have the doctor on the phone in Bangkok? Because I don't think that you can just go over to Bangkok and go. Hey, I'm a gal. I want that surgery. The added dick to me, and I want to be a dude. And, and and you can take my boobies when you cut them off, and you can like make that into a. I don't know. You make them into you know. I, I guess a vagina for a gal. She strongly desired to make a full transition, but no she'd be obstru- uh, ob- obst- ostracized by everyone and everything. Thus, she formed a ragtag group of freedom fighters or a mi- militiamen and spoke of missions to Cuba and Venezuela. <laughs> this is a shitty movie. I mean, th- th- this is too much. The dude wants to go into lady jail to rape and pillage. (laughs) Why didn't Ted Kaczynski last as a comedian? His jokes bombed. That's good. I like that one. I think they'll let me use that one. They won't take my page from me. Uh, yes, Your Honor, uh, could you please refer to me as, uh, Emily Claire Harry? Yeah, uh, I'm a gal now. I got gal problems going on down there, you know. It's that time of the month. This guy would be fucking it up from day one. Yeah, uh, excuse me, uh... I was wondering if y'all, you had any doilies that I could use? Does anyone have Summer's Eve available? You girls know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then finally he goes, all right, who's ready for a little raping? Hmm. <laughs> That shouldn't be so funny sounding, but it is. Oh, I know I'd so be canceled for just saying that, but it is so as to who's ready for some raping. That should be in some kind of horror movie someday very soon. Just give me one credit. See, and this is what happens with everything. People take advantage. I say, sure, the dickhead, you want your, your dick cut off and try to get out of your sin, it's fine, No dick. And these hormones for the rest of your life, so you are an emotional roller coaster for the rest of your life in prison. The same prison you tried to leave, the man's prison, where you belong. You can identify as a she there. I'm sure you'll be very popular amongst the others. And the funny thing is that the reason why we have to we we, we all have this tribal way of thinking here, during this, is that this is, we can't think of anything different. We, We don't know any different because this is the way people have acted our entire lives. We are wired to know that this guy is completely full of shit. And I don't know if it's because mommy and daddy never answered enough of the why, why, why questions. Maybe mommy and daddy went along with the why why game way too much instead of shut your fucking mouth. Oh Because you're right. I mean it's like you know it it, it takes my go you know he could be he could be really suffering from that. This person has been sheltered their whole life. They've been taught to believe that the world is a lovely place. That everything, see, this this goes back to the trophies and all that kind of shit, all right? That everything is fair in this world. Everything is right in this world. And if this guy said it, it's got to be true because nobody's ever lied to you. You don't even know what a lie is. That everybody is wonderful and everybody is okay. There are no bad people. This is the world that they've created. And we've allowed fucking people like this to use it as a loophole. (laughs) He blew up a mosque... That's an act of terror. I don't give a fuck who you are. I would send him to, to fucking jail in Mecca. Have him explain that shit there. Oh, man. All right. Uh, we'll take a break here. Seven seven five three five seven 357 fans, we come back. We're going to start off. We're going to do the, the, the last one. We haven't done that in a couple weeks. I've got a great one to do today. Seven, uh, I gave you the number, arnieradio1 at gmail.com.
2: an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Look, I
1: love that John Cougar Mellencamp song so much, but I had to break in. Oh, my God. It has now been announced that OnlyFans has reversed the porn ban and will allow sexually explicit content once again on their page so now you can pay to see strangers vaginas talk more about it here in a minute
7: breezy hair greasy smile it says no must." Just like it
0: 376 Easy Easy. If you
1: were not around for my very
0: unprofessional moment
1: where I stopped the song to tell you about a freaking news story, then I apologize. But it's been announced this morning that only fans, the website where people used to get, you know they'd show off their hoo-haws and their cans and the ding-dongs and their, the, the the sacks and all that and buttholes and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and you had to pay for it because well, you're you're stupid. I'm sorry, you're ethical. Uh, my apologies. And it was going away. I was like, well, what are they gonna what's gonna make them survive? They wanted to have like cooking shows on there and exercise routines. By the way, both things that I have masturbated too. cooking shows and <laughs> exercise routines, okay? So nothing is safe, OnlyFans people. But the company came out and said, the OnlyFans CEO said he was pressured into a ban announcement from big banks like J.P. Morgan. Did J.P. Morgan stop liking money all of a sudden? I I mean, look, I know it's not good to be lumped in with known pornographers, but can we, by by the way, can we just get past that now? This isn't 1977 where we're going down to the corner magazine bookstore and buying something that you put in a black plastic bag. This is something now that people will will complain to the hotel that they're staying on that the hotel porn is not dirty enough. Excuse me. Yes, I'm upstairs, I'm the Johnsons, I'm here with my family, and we wanted, we looked through your selection of pornography, and I have to say I am quite disappointed. We didn't see any BDSM, any bathroom games. What kind of establishment are you running right now? Don't be that guy. Please don't be that guy. They no longer plan to ban porn in an abrupt flip-flop. Harrison says, my fans will be excited. Oh, yes. (laughs) By the thousands of nuns. Uh, Harrison, how many do you have besides me? Wink, wink. Oh, man, that's just so funny. Like, their stock went up. J.P. Morgan's stock went up. Of course it does. It's J.P. Morgan. It's not going to move based on what OnlyFans does. But and, and once again, this will interfere with my fan site. I'm running involved peanut butter and a capuchon Cap- monkey. Hey, whatever it is. That's something I might pay to see. Like, 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 if you had an OnlyFans page and you had, like, monkeys doing it with fruits, I might check that out every once in a while. That, to me, is funny. That's not sexual. That's funny. Think about a monkey fucking a pineapple. I mean, I'm sure the fine folks at PETA would have a fucking problem with that. He's, in, he's emptying his seed into that, a non bearing seed fruit. <laughs> Dear Lord Ogre, your sight is calling my name. <laughs> if, <laughs> it isn't porn if a turd isn't involved. <laughs> <laughs> Say we can make we can make OnlyFans go in so many more funny directions. Yes, this is Castillo in three A. I have this clown porn, but I'm a man of distinction. Where are the midget clowns? <laughs> By the way, that is, I, I I'm I'm gonna do that. You know the stand-up show I got. I do a lot of material on here, and. Uh, <laughs> I see that this works now, and, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to do the shit that I wrote. And you're like, what stand-up show? September 17th, Esquire IMAX, downtown Sacramento. Come see me. It's my 50th birthday party. I'd love to see you. And uh, Lisa McSassie, she asked me the other day, "Um, uh, are you accepting gifts? Of course I'm accepting gifts. Please. The more, the better. I would pay to see some little people doing Alabama Hot Pockets and then waffle-stomping them in a golden shower, all wearing gimp outfits and dog collars. (laughs) The aristocrats. If you know what that's from, you know that's funny. (laughs) Today on OnlyFans, that would be the ultimate gonzo fucking ones. Oh, there you go! Oh, there's a great channel. There's a great channel there. Maybe you whip it out to it. I don't know. But you have Muppets and other puppets that are fucking. How great would that be to see Gonzo stick his nose up like Miss Piggy's butt? Finally get to watch Bert and Ernie do, you know, Master and Gimp Session, where Ernie's the master. I mean, I know I'm going to hell for this. Animal, say we can finally, oh, this is what's called circling back in the comedy world. We can get Animal go Who's ready for raping? <laughs> oh, fucking Beaker. Beaker has to be the gimp at everything. me, me. Big Bird is a hooker. I'm sorry, a sex worker. Hey there, uh, big boy. What do you give me for $20? And all, all her clients, her pimp. Oh, God damn it. Who, who was the black guy on the Sesame Street? I'm going to say it. You know I'm going to say it. I'm going to look it up. Somebody got to tell me who the black guy was. play Gordon <laughs> yep Gordon is a fucking pimp Gordon is Big Bird's pimp <laughs> Oscar the Grouch is just a homeless bum I mean that one's not far from the truth <laughs> where's Arlie, <laughs> Arlie saying what in God's name <laughs> oh my god
2: Jesus H. Christ. (laughs) Sam
1: the Eagle randomly shows up to condemn the immorality of all and then flies off, leaving a turd falling down. Oh, man. If there weren't copyright laws and all sorts of things I'd be sued for, I would have this up immediately. Oscar does bum fights. Have we left anybody out? I mean, Gonzo's anally snorkeling <laughs> Miss Piggy. Big Bird doesn't live up to his name, so they can only call him Bird. Hey, Bird. Man. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait. There is one more you gotta do. (laughs) Also in Gordon's stable his stable of whores. (laughs) Gordon's stable of whores include Big Bird and Fuck Me Elmo. Oh, (laughs) this is all ethical, right? Goddamn right it's ethical. I want to get paid for this shit. Oh, Elmo's the nambla porn puppet. Oh, God, he's just a part of the stable of whores that Gordon has. The Count is a weird old guy that... He offers to measure penises. (laughs) Oh, I see you have a penis. Let me measure it. One, two, two inches. This is like, I'm right now, I live in Quentin Tarantino's brain. Oh if somebody got this script to Quentin Tarantino, he would fucking do it in a second. Oh my god when would weird Weird Al would do the entire soundtrack for this This would be better than that shitty Melissa McCarthy wannabe puppet movie. This would be like the pup- puppet fiction. That's what we call it puppet fiction. Start the movie out with the sunny days. Then go into some fucking hardcore gangster rap. Oh, or metal. Oh, shit, we haven't fucked with Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster eats raw cookie dough out of a chick's vag. Uh, we can do better than that. Uh, <laughs> cookie Monster. I don't want to put him in the stable of Oars, because Elmo and Big Bird are perfect there. Cookie Monster's like the the he eats ass. (laughs) He thinks the word he thinks he can be one of the porn stars on Sesame Street. He can star in Bert and Ernie's Erogenous Tales of Roommates. (laughs) He does heroin like he's on Family Guy. He thinks that the word "cookie," he thinks it may he thinks asses are cookies. Oh, cookie! He just starts eating ass. Oh my god. Oh fucking a. Who who's the other one? Uh, Gonzo has the big nose. Who's the other blue one? There's another blue one. I know Gonzo has all the chickens, too, but I could have the other blue guy fucking all the chickens. Oh, man. God damn, that was funny. Grover, that's it. Yeah, Grover. Grover the chicken fucker. This could be like a traveling circus. Remember how they had freak shows? Now we got got puppet fiction. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Goddamn. Yeah, I'm going to hell for everything on that. I I, I already know. You, you don't have to warn anybody, Arnie. You you know that that segment you did the other day about puppets and sex, that seemed to go a little over the top. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> I get this idea in my head, and I just let the 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 the, the train of thought keep going and going and going. You could have a crossover show with Barbie and her gal pals of appropriation. They're on right afterwards. I think you're on to something with the title Puppet Fiction. I mean, honestly, like... (laughs) All of a sudden you see Gordon walking down the street. And behind him are Elbow and Big Bird, and you hear this. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Kermit is the Marcellus Wallace of the neighborhood. (laughs) He's got a bandage on the back of his frog head. There it was right there. Look motherfucker, I run the puppets. If it weren't for me, there would be no fucking puppets. Oh man. That's just too much. Oh yeah, see there's no way that could show it could ever happen. Jim Henson's people would sue me forever. No, no, can't do it. We can only talk about it. I mean, they probably could sue me for all the shit that I just said, but I I don't care. Scott will definitely need to film his butt raping in the back of the pawn shop. Oh, Fozzie. Oh, Fozzie comes to rescue him. Shit, how do I leave out Fozzie Bear? They have special guests. The first one will be Greta Thurnberg as they hunt for endangered species. How dare you? <laughs> Mr. Hooper is the ginch, is the gimp. I always thought Ralph the Piano Player would be there somewhere. Oh, that that Ralph the Piano Player is the Samuel L. Jackson character, like he was in Kill Bill. Yeah, he's just an innocent bystander. Oh, God damn. That is, oh, God almighty. Fucking A. Puppet fiction. Dr. Teeth is the pawn shop owner. I mean, we got to come up with all these, oh, this would be so funny to do. And then rename the people. Like Kermit to, you know, Emmett, but he's still a frog. Still looks the exact same. Change him just enough. Lady oinky is Miss Piggy. Wacko instead of gonzo. Oh, man. I'm sitting on a gold mine in this head. I'm just telling you that right now. People would pay to see... The fucking Muppets. Fuck, people would pay top dollar to watch that. All right, let me. I'll just say it right now. They would pay top dollar and
2: ah, guarantee.
1: So there you go. Good news for all you only fans, fi- fine folks out there. Uh, what else we got? Oh. Uh, Arnie, this is the best segment I've heard in a while. I'd be the original ass-eating cookie monster. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Uh, would Wacko be in the slave suit? I, I, oh, Jesus. Oh, man. The leaders of the pride. Oh, the, uh, the two old grumpy guys in the theater seats. But instead of, like, wearing their suits... They're gimped out in, like, you know, fucking rainbow bikini underwear. They've got glasses on. They're walking down the street judging everyone. That could be the best one of them all right there. Well, I I still like Gordon the Pimp, though. Gordon the Pimp is the best. (laughs) Oh, See, Sam Jackson could be Gordon and then voice the piano player. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you need a few humans in it. Yep, going to hell. Going straight to hell for that one. Did you hear about the, uh, the the Green Bay Packers? Oh, shit, the Swedish chef. God damn it, you guys keep throwing shit at me. He's cooking human beings. Yeah, like, like that, that's an offshoot, right? You, you know, that's another spot down the street. The Swedish chef is a fucking cannibal. And, and Beaker, Beaker can help him. Beaker's the one that does the murdering. And the chef, he cooks him up. Got that one. Bam. Off the list. Even though Beaker, I think, makes a way, way better. Oh, you know who could help him out? The little nerdy kid. Because Beaker's got to be a gimp somewhere. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> If this segment was played for any woke college class, <laughs> I think half of the class would be passed out by now. Or they would be so emotionally fucking <laughs> spun. Oh, man. Oh, dear God. I'm, he's ruining our childhoods. The chef is actually German. Scooter, that's it. Scooter's his accomplice. Scooter's like the the, the weird kid in, in Sin City that Harry Potter played or whatever Daniel Radcliffe played or the other kid that looks just like Daniel Radcliffe. They're both the same height. Um, Kid from the Lord of the Rings. Noah, Noah whatever his name is. Noah Wiley. No, not Noah Wiley. I don't know. Y- you know who I'm talking about now. But that's who, that, that's who Scooter is. He does the murdering. I like that. I like that tie in there. That's good. See, but there has to be some sort of hero. That's the problem with this. There's no hero in this. We have to have somebody who's upstanding. I mean, there's only one man that fits the bill, and it's it, It's too comical. It's cartoony even, and that would be Chuck Norris, Elijah Wood. That's it, Noah. Whatever, Elijah Wood. Thank you. We played in the movie Noah. But see, we have to have we have to have a hero in this. Chuck Norris would be too cliche. I don't know who would be the. Bert? No, I don't want it to be Bert. Bert. Bert lives his weird lifestyle with Ernie. Remember that. He, Bert is also a gimp. See, that's where I'm stuck now. Have I left anybody out in the puppet world? I mean, I have left one person out, but I don't know if that person would be the good enough, a good enough hero. And that would have to be... It would have to be Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus is trying to walk the mean streets of Sesame. And he encounters all this. And he's crushed when his friend, no, Oscar the Grouch is a bum. The eagle, he comes down, remember we had Sam the Eagle come down and judge people, but then he flies away and shits on him when he's leaving. Not really a hero. He's, he's kind of a, the, the, the leader of uh, morale or, or morality, but doesn't stick around. Our hero is just trying to, to shuffle through the mean streets of Sesame here in pumpkin fiction, or puppet fiction. He's devastated when he finds his old friend, the bird, selling his self. Along with Fuck Me Elmo, being pimped out by Gordon. Well, a strange and deviant behavior is happening upstairs in Bert and Ernie's bedroom where Bert is a gimp and Ernie is the master and the other gimp in the room is Beaker. The further down the street you go, the weirder it gets. There's Lady Oink Oink. (laughs) And I forget what we call Gonzo, but he's got his nose in her caboose. He's snorkeling her. He's using her vaginal area as a breathing apparatus. (laughs) Oh, I don't even remember the rest of the people now. (laughs) The piano players at the end of the street, long day, huh, pal? Long day, huh,
2: motherfucker?
1: Oh, my God. All of a sudden, the two guys... The two angry guys from upstairs, they're walking down the street saying gay pride stuff. Wanting everybody to wear rainbow shit. Go a couple more houses down, there's Grover. Pile driving a chicken. It's hard times here on the mean streets of Sesame is there any update on Cock of the Block? Uh, I'm actually looking to do some actual recording of it when I'm in town uh, next month. Yeah, we're supposed to be meeting. I'm supposed to be meeting up with James. He's got a lot of stuff going on right now. Man, that guy's going through a lot. But uh, i supposed to do some recordings uh, for Cock of the Block. Maybe I'll run this idea by him. <laughs> this idea would be so gold. Uh, all right, time to move on. Now now we got to grow up. Children, children, we've had our fun. We've had our fun with the Mean Streets of Sesame puppet fiction. Uh, the Raiders head coach, Matt LaFleur, wants to do something, and I have to applaud him for it. <laughs> now, where, where's the actual applause in here? Uh, let's see. Is it right here? There it is. <laughs> he wants fans to stop doing the wave. Bravo. I mean, he's trying to not get them, let, let them do it and make noise when the Packers have the ball. I think he just wants to get rid of the wave. The wave is Stupid. How old are we? It's not 1984 Seattle anymore. That's where it was really kind of invented here in America. Uh, this is Coach Matt LeFleur. The wave. And I hate when people try to get it going. Usually two drunk college kids. All right, let's go, everybody.
0: <laughs>
1: trying to watch fucking game jag off. I don't want to do the fucking wave right now. We're losing. The wave is so dumb. Look at it, honey. It looks like a wave. I I, I mean, look, look, we were all kids once, and we all thought, ooh, that's kind of neat. And then remember the Olympics came, and they did the flashcards, and we're like, fuck the wave, man. I want to do the flashcard thing. That's even cooler, but ain't nobody got flashcards. The wave. <laughs> you know what I'm looking forward to today at the game? Things you look forward to at a at a sporting event. Let's see, the activities, one. Maybe the food. The weather's probably nice. I, I don't see anywhere in there with someone going, no, nope, no, nope, my number one is to do the wave. I don't even have a, dang it, I don't have a sound effect for this, for the last one. Because I wanted to do the last one today. Remember the last one? Remember we did this a few weeks ago. What was the last? If you could only have one piece of chicken, what would it have been? Did this last week, or two weeks ago. We didn't do it last week. And uh, I, I think today would be a good day for a last one. Today's last one is this. What is the last movie you would ever want to see? Maybe you're getting your eyes and ears donated to, to, I don't know, charity or, or, you know, science. And you're happy to live not hearing or seeing anything because God knows it would be a far better existence than what we have now. But you could never watch another movie again. I'd like to know, if you can think of it, what would that movie be? Let's see. Um, and keep them coming in, too, people. Kale says Blazing Saddles. Brad says Blazing Saddles. Harrison says The Shining. Scott says Rocky. Missed the question. Uh, what is the la- If you could only see one movie ever again in your entire life, what movie would it be? It doesn't have to be your favorite movie. I know a lot of people are going to just put in their favorite movie. But what's the the last movie that you'd ever like to see? Little Rascals, okay. Little Mermaid, because I'm a girl, dirty dancing. And from these answers, there's no telling what it was. Hang Down, Gents' Dogma, great movie, great Kevin Smith movie. I've thought about this ad nauseum. And... Really, I, 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 when I think about these categories and these things, like here, Human Centipede, <laughs> Part Two was way better. Anyway, uh, Breakfast Club, feed her, Sex in the City. Okay, if it's one movie for me, the one movie I'd have, yes, it's a comedy. Because, man, oh, man, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, all the great action movies that I've seen. And then, then there's, of course, there's Tombstone, Urban Cowboy, which I love, but I've seen it so much and it's, it doesn't make me laugh. Ogre says I'd have to see Star Wars one more time. The funniest movie I ever saw, and I honestly, I really believe it because they they took all the fucking restrictions off this movie, and even on edited TV, I still laugh my ass off at Step Brothers. I think Step Brothers would be the last movie I'd ever want to see. It was so funny. I mean, and and there's a lot of... Will Ferrell did a lot of stuff that makes me laugh before he got all politically correct. I mean, the Ricky Bobby movie was fantastic. Anchorman is just flat-out genius. Even Tropic Thunder wasn't bad, and there's scenes in that that I still laugh at, but nothing ever made me laugh as hard. We had premiere passes that night. I was laughing so hard I had to see the movie the next day. And I still didn't get all the jokes because I was still laughing so hard. Uh, Dogma action comedy and God, it has got a whole, I need to usher me out of this world. I love the movie Dogma. To me, Dogma, I, I, I don't think Dogma gets the credit it deserves. And it's because it is Kevin Smith. Dogma was such a good movie. Such a good movie. Look, he's made some crap, but but Dogma, Chasing Amy, and Mall Raps are not crap at all. I don't know how Clerks 3 is going to be. I'm not very excited about it, but I will see it because I do love Kevin Smith movies. But I thought that was a good one there. That, that, that one's not bad. Now We usually do a couple of these. Okay, so uh, all right, one more. We'll do the last one, uh, this. Um, <sighs> oh, okay. Uh, my mom loved Dogma so much, she ordered a Buddy Jesus. She fucking loves him. I and mean, she was raised staunch Catholic. Oh, Buddy Jesus is fantastic. Here you go. This one's going to be tough. But you guys have got your thinking caps on today, and I like it. If you could have one last smell. Maybe you're about to lose your sense of, of smelling and tasting, but this is only going to be for the smell. What is the last thing that you would like to smell. I was going to get one of those answers. They're straight fire.
2: Poon Tang.
1: (laughs) Pussy. I don't think we're going to get a lot of gals saying, oh, I want to smell some junk in my face. Uh, God dang, when I was saying that, I looked at Sassy Pammy's comments. I was like, whoa, wait, no, it's citrus. I thought she wrote clitoris. Andrew says, peaches from Georgia. Uh, bacon, grilled steak, fresh cut grass. If my grandma was alive, I'd love to smell when she cooks sausage and peppers with gnocchi pasta. Man, I was just thinking about gnocchi pasta last week. That stuff is good. Fresh baked bread. The last thing I'd ever want to smell. Man, oh man. (laughs) <laughs> simple mystery. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, hey, hold on." Um uh, the I mean, these are all great answers. I mean, I I love bacon and bread and cookies. Those are all amazing smells. Mine is mine is going to be very very simple. <clears throat> the last thing that I would ever like to smell is a bar of coast. I mean, the the lever tooth that... You know how I am with my my showers and and, and avoiding being the smelly fat guy. I have a huge fucking phobia of that. So I have showers. I have soap coming out the yin-yang. And the greatest smell I've ever come across, it's been either... The Lever uh, Pure Rain liquid soap that they used to have, which was the best. And the only thing that's anywhere near it is Coast. The soap, the bar of soap. The blue bar of soap. Oh, wait, uh, Old Spice, my dad smell. Oh, fuck that shit. That was my dad's, too. I love my dad and everything, but, man, he stunk. Th- between that and Brute, oh, dear God. That's going to give me some headaches there. But, yeah, I, I I would definitely choose, well, you know what? No, I am in that choice. I know what it is because it's that same smell. Chlorine. Cl- the, nothing smells cleaner than chlorine. Oh, when I worked at the water park, that was the best thing about getting there early in the morning. Oh, God. Green polo. Fuck that. That's something I never want to come across again. Oh. New tires. Oh, that's a cool one. I remember one time, it, it was weird. My parents... Well, uh, you know, my parents, they worked hard. Dad didn't because he was drunk at that time. But, hey, he was trying. Um, they used to go to the VFW all the time. My dad would play piano there and drink mainly. And I would be brought there and I'd hear stories. And I learned about the world in there and all kinds of cool shit. Mainly, I hung out with a bunch of drunks. One time before we went in... Dad was going to take me bicycle shopping. Took me across the street. There's a big Schwinn dealership there. Gasoline, not bad. Not bad at all. Okay, well, this all stems from the new tires. I've never been, I had never at that point in my life been in a bicycle shop. And you walk in there. Oh, and this overwhelming smell of like clean Rubber. Dr. Squash is good. I want to get the, I want to try the blue one, Mike D. How can I try the blue one? Um, But I walked in there and this smell of rubber hit and it was so great because that along with air conditioning, because there's one more, there's one more amazing smell that I came in contact with some bomb weed. Yeah, baby. But I'll never forget that smell. And that's a smell I don't, I don't mind it. But the thing I never liked about that smell, it always reminded me that we could never buy a bike there. That smell always reminds me of being told no. And that's fine. It's okay. It, it, it's good that I can equate those two things together. Now, there's one other place, and it is in Austin, Texas. And I challenge you. I challenge you to tell me a better smell. In Austin, Texas. It's 108 degrees. And you don't have to park too far away, but you got you to walk a little bit to get to Allen's Boots. And you walk in, and this fucking blast of air conditioning hits you with the smell of over 12,000 pair of leather boots. That smell and feel of cold leather just hitting you there aren't many things. I, I, I'll take the chlorine still, but that smell right there is pretty badass. Whew. And it's there every single time. Every time we've been there, I've always looked forward to it. I uh, worked at the Walmart in the automotive section, and I would walk to where we stored the tires whenever I worked. Oh, leather. Oh, yeah, that... Uh, uh, Allen's Boots down there in Austin. That place is phenomenal. Whoa. They have an Allen's in Fort Worth? Holy shit. We might need to go. There's only one pair of boots I want right now. That's it. They're made by the Texas Boot Company. And and I want them to be green just because it's me. They have, they have sea turtles, and they have sea turtle boots. I want green sea turtle boots. And these are legal. These are legally hunt hunted, you know. I want sea turtle boots. I, I, they, my collection will be complete. Lizard, check. Ostrich, check, check, check. Gator, check. Crocodile, check. Elephant, check, check. Yeah, Wilson's, oh, Wilson's was another one of those great ones. Wilson's was an awesome store that you could walk into in the mall. And it didn't smell like the mall. You know, do you remember what the worst smell in the mall was? And every guy, you will say, hell yes, it was. Let's say you were a kid, right? Yeah, Mom, dad, drive to the fucking the mall. They park over by the JCPenney. They park by the Sears. Wherever they figure out they park. And they always, always, always would park in the same spot. And you would walk in by that nasty-ass, burnt-hair-smelling fucking salon at JCPenney or at fucking Montgomery Ward. And you would be hit with that coif of burnt hair and old lady... Oh... And the nail salon that was right next to it, yes. That hair and nail fucking one-two punch. You get the burnt hair and you're starting to fucking fade, right? And all of a sudden, the fucking meth that's in that nail paint, it wakes you right back up. That was the worst. You'd walk in, you'd have to get through that section quick. Thank God they had wrangled it in only that section. You walked out of the department store into the mall. The candy shop always smelled good. But yeah, Wilson's Leather, that place was awesome. You wanted to stay in there and never walk by that hair salon again. Uh, And you know what's in Fort Worth? Longhorns. Yeah, okay. Jen, I can answer that question for you. Uh, bratty Kid. when are you going to sell your city house and buy acreage so you can have longhorns and a miniature donkey? Well, I will say that Bratty Kid would probably do that when she realized that the other person that lives in the city house ain't going nowhere, especially to do that much manual labor because here in a few weeks, he will be able to say, he is in his 50s. I hope that answers your question. Cause I ain't fucking, I, I ain't feeding and raising no damn longhorns or no horses or donkeys. I got a hard enough time with a goddamn dog. That was fun. That was fun. So, uh. So today I'll put up there, uh, we did movies and smells. That was good. That was fun. Thank you, guys. Man, oh, man, what other stories should I do today? Oh, it's one cow, one donkey. Not that much work. Then you know what? Hey, roommate, come on down. <laughs> I am not cleaning up donkey shit. We got a new Longhorn on our ranch. My na- my my name, my dad named it Bebo. Uh, Ames, it Chris Beard named it. Uh, I named it Chris Beard. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. By the way, sad news to report. Longtime all-time drummer Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones died yesterday. Man was 80 years old. He was 80 years old, still touring. Because those guys know how to be rock stars. God bless you, Charlie Watts. New kids can't even do it. Jesus. All right, here you go. You guys want your livestock so much? Well, here, let me warn you about livestock, shall I? Oh, I do believe I shall. (sighs) A beach in France that's famous for people sunbathing and something else they're sunbathing had to temporarily close due to some aggressive behavior from the local sunbathing cows. No, these are not just big, fat French women. These are actual bovine. Authorities closed the beaches in Corsica, a French-owned island. Perhaps the famous island has 15,000 cows that roam. Apparently, the animals got used to not having to share the land with the people, so they've started to attack. Man, you gotta be French to complain about a fucking cow attack. One local counselor discussed the issue with local reporters, saying that while the tourists laugh at the cows and think they make for good pictures, the animals have become a real problem for the island. A 70-year-old just had an extremely close call with death after a cow ATTACKED her! It was in the town of Losey, the animal is striking the woman's femoral artery by just two centimeters. So what, the cows are now trained how to lethally fight? When did special forces have time to go train them? When the Afghanistanis couldn't do even a fucking jumping jack? Really, it's aiming for a femoral artery. I'm sure it is. That's the one in your leg, by the way. Jesus Christ. That hurts. I have stones tattooed on me. Uh, Look, man, it it does look, you're going to have to start to get used to guys like the Beatles. Well, the Beatles you're used to. But those guys are getting up there. sad sure the cows had a beef (laughs) the woman who did not suffer life threatening injuries did suffer damage to her teeth and required stitches this is when good cows go bad (laughs) mad cow deceased that's fucking great that's so good Oh, man. And in France, of all places, home of the biggest pussies in the world. Ah, oh, oui, oui. Aha! Uh-huh. the bovine, they are attacking us. No, no, Mr. Cow, please stay away. Oh, stay away from me. You might dangerously lick me. Ha-ha, <laughs> uh-huh. let me smoke one more cigarette. Shall I? Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Come on. Y'all are afraid of a bunch of damn cows? Jesus. Jesus. Man, oh, man. But well, it's good to know we can count on them as an ally. Who are some of your strongest allies? Well, I'd say France, but then I'd be lying. I had this story yesterday. I know a lot of people love this show. I was one of the people that did love this show for a while. A reboot of *The Office* could be on its way. Uh, the uh, chairman of Entertainment Content recently attended the Edinburgh International TV Festival, where she initially said no comment. Speaking of deadlines, she had the decision was up to Greg Daniels, who adapted *The Office* from the BBC series. She was streaming on Netflix before moved it for Peacock, Carol Starr, blah, blah, blah. So they're talking about it could come back. I don't know if it's going to come back on, like, Peacock or if it's going to come back on the network. But they're talking about it. Okay. By the way, did everybody get to see Dan Crenshaw yesterday get mad? Dan Crenshaw, who a lot of Republicans don't like. He did say something that was right on par for him. The only proper response from America to these dirty, savage terrorists should be, go fuck yourself. Now that right there is my kind of representative. Let's see if he lives up to it. I think I'm in the minority of not liking that show. You know, Young Harm, it's one of those shows that I didn't really care for the years that Michael left. And a lot of people love those years because James Spader was on it. I've seen the episodes. And it's, uh, that's the best way for me to explain it. There are very funny parts, and they were smart. These guys are all really, really smart with their comedy. There are funny parts that make people laugh. But then a lot of these guys, especially the Will Ferrells of the world, and he's kind of the leader of that group, um, they start doing jokes that they think are funny to them. They're, picking off some, they're piggybacking off of something that um, Andy Kaufman really started. And everybody says Andy Kaufman was a genius. I'm not going to take anything away from Andy Kaufman. But he did a lot of jokes that he thought were funny for he and his friends. If you're going to be successful, if you're going to be taken seriously, you're going to be on a hit TV show if that's what you want. If that's not what you want, then don't keep going for it. But you have to entertain a lot of people, not just a few people, like your friends. And then you start doing that again on, on, on these kind of shows. And I think that's why people only gave it. This was never. Look, everybody everybody who likes The Office says, Oh, The Office is the funniest show of all time. I don't think it's funnier than Seinfeld. I don't think it's funnier than Friends. I don't think it's funnier than maybe Night Court. I, I don't know. It might be up there with Night Court. But I know for sure it is not as funny, nor it ever will be as funny. As Cheers. It won't be. It can't be. It's not that kind of show. Shows like Cheers were built for the masses to find it funny. Shows like The Office, which were not built for the masses completely. They were involved. Last ever sitcom, what would it be? Hmm, okay, we, we can do that one real quick. Hold on a second, let me get to music. If you could only watch one more sitcom, what would it be? Easy. But I, 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 we'll play the music. Okay. Start watching Cheers now. Friends or Threes Company. Oh, god damn, Threes Company was a great show. For me, it's Frasier, The GOAT Threes Company. Three's Company was fantastic. I love Threes Company. That was a show. You think about it, they changed a lot of characters on that show, and it just got better and better. I mean, when they added Terry, she was the hottest of all the roommates. I think personally. The the middle chick, Chrissy or uh Cindy. I don't think Cindy was ever really that great. Chrissy was pretty hot. Janet was that weird kind of almost girl next door. But Terry was just filth. Terry was dirty. Larry Dallas. And the Ropers were great. And then when they were opposed the Ropers with Mr. Furley, that's TV magic right there. That is, that is utter TV magic. And I don't know if I could only watch just one of that. I know what I I, I know mine. Uh, uh, Jose says or Joseph says, uh, married with children. Okay. Uh, Kale says married with children was great. I know I, I know the show that I'd watch, and I know the episode, and it had this in it.
2: Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. <laughs>
1: Sanford and Son, Sanford and Son to me is, is, is what comedy is, comedy is wide open, it's the wild west, you can say whatever you want to get a laugh, that was, and to me, brilliant, that would be the last sitcom I could ever watch, if they can take my eyes out, okay, let me see one more Sanford and Son. Oh, man, that was a good one. Good job, Andrew. Good job, buddy. All right, what else we got? Is today Wednesday? Yeah, today is hump day, right?
2: Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Today is the
1: day that the Bob Ross documentary drops on Netflix. Talking about how he had so much kind of inner strife and inner struggle and all kinds of shit going on. That's going down today. Cheers ran on regular TV from eighty two to ninety three. How in the heck did you miss every single episode, Braddy? I know you're young, but not that young. <laughs> God, that show was so good. Cheers, cheer, look, Cheers is one of my is probably my all time favorite show. And and this is the great thing about Cheers and Seinfeld. If you think about them, they never had a very special episode. <laughs> Fred G. Sanford and this G stands for Get the Hell Out of My House. I mean, you had Grady on that show, good old crazy. Aunt Esther, Bubba, Smitty and Swanee. Oh, uh, (laughs) Rollo. Rollo was a bad dude. Uh, You know who I think Rollo turned into? Or actually, he was actually. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Who turned into Rollo. We have figured out what happened. Corn pop is Rollo. If you know what Sanford, if you know Sanford, son, you are dying right now. Oh man! Remember that story I did? Uh, I don't know, six months ago or so, about the the Peloton machines, the 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 bicycles, and how people were getting injured on them. I don't know how. I don't know how you get injured on a stationary bicycle. But I guess they were attacking people. So Peloton had to pump the brakes. Well, this next one, this don't make no sense. If I was worried that the Peloton cycle was attacking me, then I am not going to go out of my way to get the upcoming launch of a rowing machine with scenic waterways because it could fucking drown you. They're coming out with a rowing machine on Peloton? Jesus Christ, if that bike was bad, this is a million times worse. What if if you're rowing in, I don't know, like a, a spring somewhere, a creek, and all of a sudden out of nowhere... You're not paying attention, and nothing in the boat or in the water is going to kill you except a bear thinking that you're a a salmon swimming upstream. Do they want you to lose weight or get in shape, or do they want to kill you? You have to answer that question. Oh, Julio and his goat. Julio was great. Ah, we're drinking sangria. What is that? Sangria. What's that mean? Blood. <laughs> Coming, Elizabeth. I thought it was the treadmill the kids were getting oh that's what it was. It was the treadmill. So then turn it off, dummies. I'm sorry, it wasn't the bike. It was the treadmill. I forgot they had one of those. Now they got a rowing machine that's gonna drown their children. Well, I've seen that rowing machine and to me that makes me want to work out. That's is much more dominant side of my personality than that cheap and lazy. Thus we have not ordered one. All right, well, in- enjoy it there Peloton people. That machine comes to life, it is going to strangle the life out of you sons of bitches. Let's see. Uh just read some headlines here. Um, border Patrol says morale is in the toilet. Really, I wonder why. Uh, Arizona Attorney General warns of political border threat from terrorists. Really, why? I do have to talk about that. Like this is kind of funny. The Associated Press which used to be right down the middle, they stepped in their own shit yesterday. When they 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 called people who launched an incendiary balloon attack on Israel they were Palestinians and they called them activists. No, that's an act of terrorism. And they called them activists. Yeah, AP's getting criticized for that one. And rightfully so. All right, we'll do this last story here, and then we'll call it a day. This is just wrong, man. This is so wrong on so many levels. Not now. Come on, give me the story. Kate Hashimoto, who says she hates spending money. Have you ever seen the mirror that you work out to? It's like got free weights attached. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Uh, I've been in thousands of houses and can state positive that 90% of people can't even hang a picture in a straight and sturdy manner, let alone a $5,000 mirror that you're supposed to pull on. (laughs) All right, back to Kate Hashimoto. She hates spending money and has revealed her ways that she saves money, including never buying toilet paper.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Uh, She was on the TV show. Oh, Okay, thank you. Yeah, we got it. TLC's Extreme Cheapskate. She says, I've lived in New York for three years. Although it's the most expensive city to live in, I have found ways to get around it. I don't know what she's doing in this picture. Oh, God damn it, I just read it. Instead of buying toilet paper, she just washes herself with water. Oh, dear God. With a budget of $200 a month in living expenses, she finds ways to reuse whatever she can. If I'm drying my hands in a public bathroom, I am drying off hands that I wash so I keep them clean and reuse them. She's never paid money for furniture and instead scours her stuff from skips and off the streets. My bed is made up of old yoga mats. She avoids cooking using the dishwasher and oven as storage space in her apartment. She says she hasn't bought clothes in eight years. The last time I bought underwear was 1998. Oh, come on. Come on, that's the last time you bought underwear? Well, here's the news flash. Oh, dear God. You look at this guy. This gal could make a bundle. You know what else he was doing online? What? He was purchasing sold underwear. This gal's got it. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? There's a market out there. You can go online, and if you're a deviant,
6: and you're into sold underwear, and you know what all kinds of things get in sold
3: underwear, right? Sometimes yeah. you think you're passing gas, and you're not. You can't, you can't trust a fart when you're over 60.
0: No, but no, this guy will
1: buy it. He was buying yep. these things
0: mm-hmm.
1: and ingesting them. Yep. Did you oh, hear me? Oh, dear God, what? He was munching on them. She'd probably do this that, too. This guy's got a problem. And so does she.
0: I don't know if he realizes it or not, but the rest of the world does.
1: Well, we do, too, about her there, Sheriff. This gal... She, she she doesn't use toilet paper down there. Ladies, she washes it off with, with water. And then what, air dries it? <laughs> probably does, hasn't bought a new razor either. No, she probably cuts it with her damn teeth. Obviously, she's thin because no way a fatty would not be able to get away. No, no, she's a little bitty gal. Good God Almighty. I tell you, it, and, and that show, that extreme cheapskate show, I, I, I just got to tell you, man, those people are something else. I, I, I can't believe that any of that shit is totally real. Like this one old gal, right? Her mama, her mama's done cheap. She's just cheap as shit, right? Her mama wants to throw her a wedding, For $750. $750 for the entire wedding. We're talking dress, we're talking venue, entertainment, food, cake. As someone who stupidly did the whole big wedding thing, let me tell you, it cost a whole lot more than $750. By the way, her older sister got $1,000 for her wedding. Last thing I remember seeing, and, and to me, this is just cruel to do to your child. She's been dreaming about her wedding day. And now this girl is going to have a wedding day at her mama's boss's fucking place of employment. Or his, his establishment. A chiropractor's office. Let me say that again if you didn't hear me. A chiropractor's office where she will be wearing the dress that her sister wore, eating food that mom made, and the entertainment is a boom box. I do believe that someone in the, the parties got ordained so they didn't have to pay for a minister. How do you do that to your child? Well, is it a nice office? <laughs> oh, my God. See, that, that's why I can't believe because, look, man, it would be okay then for that girl to fucking go to mom and dad's house one night with a fucking Mossberg fucking pump action shotgun and blast them to the hell they deserve to be in. By the way, just thinking of that, that idea right there, have you seen the previews for the new Halloween movie with Michael Myers? That thing is going to be off the chart awesome. Christopher, you and I will have to compare reviews on that one. And I, am not going to see the, uh, the, the, the Karate Marvel movie that's coming out, the, the Rings of Death or whatever. I ain't seeing that. So if you want to see that one, go, go check that one out. We'll, we'll, we'll call all the press people, and make sure your passes come in and everything. No, it wouldn't. Why would she stay? Why is their job to provide a fancy wedding? They're not fancy people. They are office building turned wedding type people. I I didn't say anything about a fancy wedding. I think that they, look, to ask your your youngest daughter to wear, wear the dress that her sister wore at the wedding, especially if you're these dreamy kind of people that dream about weddings, it's kind of shitty to do to your kid. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to provide a fancy $10 billion wedding. But maybe at least get catered food in. Look, look, I'll I'll compromise with you. You want to have it at the at the the chiropractor shop? Okay, but uh, I want catered food in from my favorite place. That that if you want to live in a compromise world, if you want this to be your wedding or your mama and daddy's wedding, and if you want it to be your wedding, you can pay for the shit. I understand. I get it. But uh uh-uh. She knows who raised her. She knows where she came from, her roots. She wants more people. She needs to work hard and get her ass out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But don't think that, and, and here's the thing. Mama thinks she's still a great mom for doing this. Mom, you're cheap. You're showing your second daughter that she's not as important as your first because she didn't even get a new dress. I, I think girls deserve a new dress, at least, on their wedding day. So there you go. All right, that's going to do it for me today. 775357 7, 7 fans, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Uh, tomorrow we do have Celebrity-Ass death match. Tomorrow, tomorrow's Celebrity-Ass death match. What did we say Monday's was going to be? Does anybody remember? Because somebody had a great idea for Monday, but but Young Harm has come up with a great idea that I want to unveil on everybody that we might have to do on Monday. But I still want to know what that other idea was. But Monday's, yeah, Monday's is set that we're going to do it. I'm not going to tell you what it is until tomorrow, though. Uh, but tomorrow is ice cream flavors from the ice cream truck. Uh, Please do remember that every room you walk in is better Why? because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic, a wonderful, a stupendous, a phenomenal pump day, pump day, pump day, day. and uh, adios, everybody.
2: For number
3: one, but don't, don't step at number two.
4: You've been listening to the Arnie State
0: Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it,
5: stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go
2: get late. Goodbye. See
5: you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. He's done. That's what's
2: happened.
5: It's over.
0: Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.